we are back at it this week. Back at it. I have a certain Of course, we're going to run through our Extreme Rules reactions uh, Raw and SmackDown this week. But first, we have to crown our new champion. Oh, With her evil laughter. Ridiculous, I say. That's right. I was rubbed. Sleazy rubbed. G. Yes. Her yes. is the sleaziest of Gs. And the sleaziest of queens. Uh, you're <laughs> not a queen. queen. That's big. <laughs> you get well, none of that. <laughs> I'll stick with being a G. You could be a G. That's fine. Brittany and I also uh, tied for the biggest loser. So go us. Woo. I was impressed. At least I had double gold before I had nothing. <laughs> Before I had nothing. There was, top. There was only and, oh, it was only go down from there. And not that I had a perfect card, because there were two matches where we all kind of bit it, and that was the Lashley Reigns and the KO and Brown. Yeah. yeah. So well, but yeah. we'll get to that. I was, I was really hoping for a perfect card because I was like that'd be amazing, but yeah. It really fucking that sucked. Uh, but yes, before we get to that, uh, we have some wrestling news that we will talk about in our Shamrock shout-out. But yes. ladies, my first question. Every time we do our <laughs> gatherings, gatherings around the rectangular table. <laughs> the rectangular circle, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, what are we drinking this evening? Well, still a queen, always a queen, always will be a queen. You've been to throw. It isn't, I'm still a queen. I mean, oh, I have my kingdom. Well, I mean, if there's but... a coup d'etat... Then you're still not queen. <laughs> I still have a royalty in my blood. <laughs> Anywho, I am drinking wine out of a can. It's actually barefoot spritzer, so it's a wine spritzer in a can. It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's makes, really good. Yeah, it is actually really good. It's, it's dangerously it, good. Yeah, it kind of just it reminds me of like an energy drink or like those you get energized Starbucks. No, those <laughs> Starbucks. Uh, Spritzers they have, they just have energy. You know, those are actually pretty good, but it tastes like one of those. So I just want to like down it. Mm, that's pretty good. Um, it is me, Easy E, <laughs> the sleaziest of G's, and your new three fans in a pot paper champion. Um, I'm drinking a big old Pat's Blue Ribbon. A paper. Paper. And um, about to take a celebratory fireball shot because I can. Yay! Celebrate Yay, while you can. You're all going down. I'm gonna celebrate all the SummerSlam. You may have your WrestleMania moment, but I'm gonna slam it down for the summer. Nah, nah, it's at our house. SummerSlam, I got this. Slam it down. Coming back at SummerSlam. Slam it down and fuck it up. Also, I will be doing another booking for SummerSlam. Are you doing the booking for SummerSlam? Gonna be the big four. That's awesome. Just the. I did it every time. I took took a while. Uh, a good long while. A while is what I called it my manifesto. But uh, yes, it is the complicated Gilligan Goose Get sitting at the goddamn rectangle. <laughs> and I still paving the road to WrestleMania, drinking cores. That silver bullet. Why not? Run that train. Toot toot. Alrighty, yes. So uh, before we get into our regular. His happenings. Uh, we have some wrestling news we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, things. First thing, uh, it has been announced that Stephanie McMahon will be on Raw this week. She'll be making a great historical announcement. I feel like anytime she comes on, she says, I'm changing the face of wrestling for women. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Um, and I believe there's a 
three or four big rumors floating around right now. One is that she's going to announce the women's tag belts. Uh, that she might announce a woman's sort of mid-card belt, like the IC title or the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. And the third is, and this is a rumor I've heard the past few months, is that they're going to do like a women's pay-per-view event thing, like a... To make up for... Uh, since the they were not allowed to participate. Royal stumble. Exactly. Yeah, the greatest um, royal So it would kind of be slip-slide. Giving them like, a repayment for that. And then uh, I've also heard that if they did do that, that it's possible that she'll announce that and then announce the tag belts and the mid-card belt and they'll have a tournament and that will lead into that. Yeah. Or that they'll crown that at that paper. I've been clamoring for, like, women's tag belts for at least a couple of years you now. something else. You can't have all women vibing for one belt or two belts for your respective brands. Brands, right. And even then, it's only... You know, a very select... Well, I mean, really, if it's two people, two or three people in each brand that are in contention for it. Yeah. yeah. So then you have all your other female talent. I don't want to say going to waste, but really, they're so not... You get those repetitive... They're not fighting for anything. Tag so then you Nobody end up with shit it. like Bailey and Sasha and counseling, not actually fighting for a title. That, and it's almost something yeah. stupid like that, or that everyone else on the roster has to pick sides... For what side and they're on, yeah. yeah. And that's when they have the stupid five on five tag matches. Oh yeah, and they're we, like, I'm on Charlotte's side. If they're you're gonna have multi, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna have multi women matches, have them for tag titles. Fuck yes, it. have like, them for something. They're only like they don't even do like storylines anymore. They're like women are just cats, so they'll just they're just, gonna they just make them bitch each other. Yeah, like stupid exactly. Things. It's like we're friends one minute, but it's okay. We're hormonal, so we can hate each other and fight. Girl, you guys on your periods. <laughs> you know, y'all are cycling together. How you guys are seeing nothing. Um, I have one question about this because I think either or both would be great ideas. Where are they going to find the time? That's my only thing. I feel like that's Where a lot. They time. find the time. Well, if they would quit doing something with Roman every other five minutes on Raw. I can't. I'm so fucking tired of Roman Reigns. I'm just waiting on the Raw where every match has Roman Reigns. Yeah. Three hours of Roman Reigns. Every it's, time he comes in, and Roman, and Roman, and Roman Reigns. It's just yeah. like every Roman time. Reigns is all the entrance in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, God. 30 but, Roman okay, Reigns. No, it's just him running the out there. 15, the last 15 entrance Roman Reigns. His music just keeps hitting. <laughs> Darn it. He keeps like, getting eliminated and then coming back oh, out. God. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, that was that. Also, um, Hulk Hogan got reinstated into the WWE Hall of Fame. He was actually backstage at Extreme Rules. Yes. And from what I hear, the uh, the roster was split on that. Yeah, I mean, kind of get it, but also, I don't know. At the same time, I'm like, dude's a fucking legend. And, I mean, I'd say easily the most recognizable wrestling yeah, icon Almost worldwide. There are a few that you could classify in that category, just where anyone, even if they've never watched wrestling, right. would know who that person is. Yeah, and he's definitely one of them. Yeah, Absolutely. I feel like Hulk Hogan's like the McDonald's of. Oh, and I mean, he's got that blonde mustache. It's the gold merch. <laughs> he's got the colors. Right. <laughs> he's all mustard he's really and ketchup. <laughs> he's McDonald's the entire time, right? Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, I know uh, Titus O'Neil wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Um, the New Day said that they put out a statement. They were like, we're just different. They were like, yeah, he did some 
He said some terribly racist things. But, you know, you can't beat hate with hate. True. Mm-hmm. But they basically said the same thing. They were like, wrestling-wise, there's no doubt you should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah. um, I think yeah, I mean, I think Mark Henry that. said that he believes Hulk Hogan's really made a change, so he just needs to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on that train. Yeah. And then I believe our uh, last tiddly bit of business is that um, some NXT news Yeah. Uh, geared yes. up for, so we're going into SummerSlam, and then we'll have, I think it's TakeOver Philadelphia 4, I'm not sure, I think it's Philadelphia, but whatever, NXT TakeOver. <laughs> and um, a few matches have already been set. Uh, there's going to be Ricochet vs. EC3, which will be interesting, but yeah. more importantly, mm-hmm. um, good, at the taping this week, Aleister Black lost the NXT title Yes. to... Tommy Chimpanzee, a.k.a. Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Did I get yeah. that right? Tommaso Ciampa, yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing. Casey's driving up to work. Ciampa. 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 Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. But um, they've already announced that it's going to be a triple threat at Taker, where it's going to be Black versus Gargano versus Ciampa. So that's probably going to be fucking. Yeah, because uh, all three of them just never fail to deliver. Right? Alice Black, man, I don't think he's going to get the belt back, though. But I don't know if that means he gets called up or not. Yeah. Call him up. Call yeah. him up. We'll just don't it. pair him off with somebody like you did with fucking Drew McIntyre. I feel with it, but I have strange... I mean, Drew had his moment in the sun before, <laughs> I guess, but... I just, I don't... I feel like they could put him on 205 Live, and that's just not where he needs to be. Alistair Black? Yeah. Oh, no. How did he get that big? He does not oh. need to be... How tall is he? I thought he was taller than mm-hmm. that, but maybe not. I don't care about your height. Statue weight. Oh, well, yeah. I feel like with his build, you can't always tell how tall they are. He's built at 215, so I mean, he'd literally only have to lose 10 pounds. Lose 10 pounds. Don't lose 10 marks. Gain 10 pounds in gain muscle, bro. Gain 30 pounds. Just gain Do it, Tom. Tom Budgen. Oof. But yes, yeah, so some um, interesting NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The things that we do to Alistair Black. Right? <laughs> I know. It would be a lot. <laughs> So much cat. Unspeakable things. <laughs> Heavy amounts. Um, but I guess, well, ladies, it's uh, we'll only get extreme. Oh, we got a shamrock shake. Oh, right. Shamrock shout out. Alright, shamrock shout out. Uh, just have a <laughs> shamrock <laughs> shake. The shake <laughs> machine is broken. We can't hear <laughs> My manager that. says the shake machine is broken. Even during that limited time, it's even more limited because half the time the shake machine is broken. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's um, so, for those who don't know, uh, one day we realized that all of a sudden, holy shit, Ken Ch- actual Ken Shamrock, his verified Twitter account, was he following our... Yeah, he was following our pod account, we are like, what the fuck? So, of course, we naturally followed him back. And now we pay homage to him every week in a little segment we call Shamrock Shoutout. Also known as the Shamrock Shake. Because we can't help ourselves. So, a couple days ago, he retweeted a tweet from Top Turtle Podcast which is at Top Turtle MMA. And um, they were promoting an interview they did with him. Uh, the title of it, or the title of the article 
on flowcombat.com is Top Turtle MMA, Ken Shamrock Interview, Top 5 Ground and Pound Artists. So, um, if you want to hear Shockwave Dave from Top Turtle MMA talk to Ken Shamrock about his Top 5 Ground and Pound uh, Artists in MMA, um, tune into their podcast, which is called Top Turtle MMA. Uh, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and also on YouTube. Um, and you can follow them on Twitter at Top Turtle MMA. Um, and subscribe to their YouTube channel. Follow them on social media. But yeah, definitely check that out for Kim's uh, top five picks for. Hardcore heavy hitting ground and pound fighters. For sure. For sure. Yes, yes. So, with that shamrock shake down the hatch and out the back. <laughs> down the hatch and out the back. We've shamrock shat that one out. <laughs> shamrock shat that out. <laughs> uh, so, now we move on to the big guns. Extreme rules. Oh, God. This was such an interesting. Like, I still don't. I don't, I don't like I know how to feel about it. I don't. I don't yeah, okay. feel. I don't feel wasn't about it. As bad. I, right now, I think I'd say Backlash was probably the of this year. Yeah. Not all years. Yeah. Although sometimes. Although a lot of the time. Mm. Backlash is not great. Anything. I just. I don't but something called Great Balls of Fire. Can't handle it. No, I just can't do the goods. Can't do it. Uh, but yeah, so kick off shoe. Um, started off with Andre 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 AC and all this. With Selena Vega at ringside. John was like, why does she look so weird? And I was like, because it's her head. Because she was head. doing this weird face oh, when she's on the apron. She was like this. She was like a hot golem. She's like, she looked crazy like some weird. She does have very like expressive. Her features are large. But yeah, he fights in Kara, but I do love the thing that they do where almost like catches himself on the rope, horizontally on the rope, and she slides yes. up underneath there. I'm like, that is so, like, I don't it's want to say cute, but it's so cute. And it is. You have to imagine, that's a great photo op for the ringside oh, photographers. Yeah, absolutely. Like, perfect, right? Yeah, and it just speaks it to is. his arrogance and all oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. It's, it's perfect. Uh, it works. Really. It just works. Oh, both of them it super well. I like Although, that they were there, and I actually like how they're booking him so far, honestly. Yeah, I think so, Lena Vega is like, I liked him as a baby face in NXT. When he'd come out with his little white suspenders and his white pants and his little white hat with the feather in it, it was so cute and precious, and then all of a sudden he just became a dick, so I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, it was cool. Whatever, hey, whatever gets him, whatever got him on this main roster, and whatever keeps him there, keeps him relevant. I'm happy he's on there. Oh, yeah. And I would agree with Brittany. I've enjoyed the way they've booked him so far. We haven't fucked up too bad. Yeah, so there's no fingers yeah, crossed. Maybe Problems, maybe yeah. this one will get it right with the NXT guys. Um, Always try. And this match actually uh, it wasn't that bad, but there were some botches and I want to say they were mostly Sikara's fault. There was a big one, which is um, oh. where I assume like almost is still in the apron, but outside of the ropes. And... I'm assuming Sinkara was trying to do a Karana down to the floor, and but instead he just fucking, like, jumps and misses Almas, and you can tell Almas tries to catch him, and yeah. it was so bad. Like, it, it was, was so bad. 
And I hate it for Sin Cara, because I feel like at one point he was very on top of his shit, but man, I don't well, know. It depends on the Sakari you're talking about, which is well, the glory of having a mass wrestler. That's, that's very it's true. It's like having yeah. that pet in your kindergarten class, and there's really been like 12 of them. You just don't you know don't that know. they <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. That's terrible. But also, good because he's dying. <laughs> he just keeps dying. Who forgot to feed Sankara? Um, but basically, this match <laughs> is... Did you take Sankara home over the weekend? Which one of you was supposed to look after Sankara? Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, basically this match ends with uh, Vega distracting the referee. She jumps yeah. up on the apron, um, almost hits a drop kick, and then running knees, and then hits hammerlock EBT, gets one, two, three. Pretty cut and dry, you know, heel sort of. Healing. And those nice. running knees, man. There. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're they lethal. Look, yeah. Because he's not a small dude. No. Uh, the knees. Got some knees. Uh, there's one thing about him that just stars me up the fucking wall, and it's not even wrestling related. It's gear related, and it's the fact that he has tights that have belt loops and doesn't fucking wear a belt. Don't get pants with the belt loops if you're not going to wear a belt. He should wear a black belt with the white pants because he's got black logos on his white knee pads, and I think that would look super tight. And he doesn't fucking do it, and I'm sad. And Selena, you're not doing your job if you're not making your boy look fly as fuck. Sorry. That was a very well put together rant. I feel like you've thought about that. I've been bitching about it all week. All week? Yeah. Well, I got over it Monday, and then again on SmackDown, I was like, why is he gonna belt on these fucking belt loops? I get upset about them things. So. Uh, other match on the kickoff show, we had a tag team tables match because it's extreme rules. Sanity versus the New Day. Sanity versus the New Day. Uh, we had some three on three action. Um, excuse me. This wasn't a bad match. It just was very short. Yeah. It was weirdly short for a tables match. I also feel like, and I'm certain they've done this before, but I feel like I never realized that to win apparently a tables match at Extreme Rules, all you have to do is put someone through a table. See, I didn't yeah. think that was a, I, I thought, thought it just, it was just tables that was, oh look, there's tables, fun fun for everyone, but right. I didn't fun. think, <laughs> yeah, fun, 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 fun for everyone, but you mean, but I, get, I, mean, I oh, thought fun. it was more of just like a, you could use them, not like, oh, well, fuck you, you know, you go through table once and you're done, sort of deal, so. In which, uh, I mean, the actual wrestling part was good, it just seemed very short. Right. Yeah, it was because Kofi was on that table and I was like, no, not yet. And then it was over. <laughs> I was like, okay, now yeah, I guess so, uh, this is all we get. Wolf had Kofi and Kofi was hanging onto the ropes while yeah. Wolf was trying to push him onto the table and Eric Young gets up on the top mm-hmm. rope and clotheslines Kingston through the table. Yeah. But I guess it's fine, but yeah, oh, yeah. It felt odd. Yeah, it was oddly. Yeah, it was oddly short. I don't know, but it is what it is. It wasn't a terrible match. It was just short. Yeah. And I felt like it could have. It would have been fine if it had gone longer because I felt like they were both teams were delivering. And I feel bad for saying this, but I feel like the almost match should have been shorter. Yeah. And the tables match should have been longer. Yeah. 
especially with the New Day and the Usos, that's where they really picked up their momentum was when they got put on the kickoff show for whatever pay-per-view. Yeah, and they fucking just stole the whole pay-per-view. Basically, yeah, they were like, you can't can't step to what we just put down. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. How you gonna hate from outside the penitentiary? You can't even get in. (laughs) Like Look at me now. We're wrestling Usos. Hey. hey. So, um, first match on the main card, we get the Raw Tag Team Championship. Did I skip ahead or is that it? No. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have the B Team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Asshole. Um, against the deleters of worlds who were the champions uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt and what happens is what I picked yeah that was some bullshit as the fucking B team winning after that you were gonna win I was like yeah because I went B team B team all the way B team the B stands for best uh, I this, want that shirt. This, this was the one I was like, I've got that. Like, they're gonna win. Like, Matt and Bray are gonna win. And they <laughs> no. didn't win. Yeah. That nope. was some bullshit. The only reason this match was any sort of interesting was because the B team won. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> That's true. I honestly did not give a shit about it other than the B team won. That's the only thing I really cared about. I mean, I'm actually kind of excited for the B team. Oh, yeah, I, I love it. The match but itself, the though, I just wish I was like, it, it, it didn't help me out. But I believe Bo ends up getting the pin. He kind of uh, pushes Matt Hardy into Bray Wyatt, who ends up hitting Curtis Axel, and both of them fly out of the ring. Yay. And then he hits an elevated neckbreaker on Hardy, and then. Which I'm excited for them, mostly because of Curtis Axel, because he comes from a legendary wrestling family. And oh, I'm, dude, it's IRS and Mr. Perfect's kid. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're two kids. But Mr. Perfect's kid, who also, his grandfather, was, uh, shit. Um, I can't think of his name. But anyway, yeah, Mr. Perfect's dad. Um, so he, he's like third generation... Larry Henning? Yes. Um. Hang on. Anyway. Um. He. I, sh- I feel like he has the talent. I just don't feel like he's been. Booked. As well. Um. The axe. Oh, yeah. Which is where the axle comes from. Um. In his name. And of course, Curtis, his dad's name is Kurt. Um, but I feel like he's got the talent and he just hasn't been booked. Probably, so I feel like, yeah. yeah, so I feel like whatever gets him. I think it was actually kind of a smart move for them to put him, to put them with the Miz and then break them off. Because I feel like if you just immediately went for them as like a tag team, nobody would have cared. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It would have been like, Okay. <laughs> but this, I mean, even then, I feel like at first, it was a little bit, you still had that, they did the Miz thing for a while still, 
Oh, yeah. Like, okay, we'll. They kind of grew. We'll go find our own identity. Right, they grew on you. Yeah. Um, So, congrats to them. And in turn, congrats to me. (laughs) Okay. So, um, they win. Yay for them. New tag teams. Um, So, then we get a. Some Backstage interview? Yeah, from Kurt Angle to Brock Lesnar, and Kurt Angle was like, You showed up to UFC, but you won't show up here. <clears throat> like, I'm tired of you not worth defending your title, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you show up to UFC 226, and you can't even, and you challenge somebody else there, but you can't even come here and defecting defend your title. He's like, Alright, you have three options. You show up on Monday Night Raw. Um, you negotiate your next Universal Championship match, or guess what? You lose your fucking title. And of course, the crowd just popped at the third option, which was getting stripped of his title. And, um, yeah. So, there was that. The next match on the card, we had Finn Balor against the Constable, Baron Corbin. I'm happy Finn won, but I still have to say I <laughs> Corbin was gonna win. I, I did. I thought I, I was really worried that Corbin was gonna win. Actually, even though I went Balor, I was worried that he would win. Brittany and I went Balor. Yeah. Balor Club. Balor Club. Balor Club for everyone. Too sweet. Too fucking sweet. Just too sweet all around. You got legitly like me. Too sweet with me. You bitch. I don't know, they, to me, when somebody does their hand like this, it looks like a cute, weird, naked kitten. It's, it's not a, it's not a wolf. It's not a, it's not a, it's a cute, it's a cute little hairless cat. 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 It's a cat. Cat. Like, it's still young, but it looks like it's fully grown. Weird. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it is. Little statutory cat. What? I don't know. <laughs> like I, was I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm, but yeah, so Finn Balor <laughs> versus Baron Corbin, which Balor, of course, ends up winning. And um, yes. I was kind of indifferent about this match. Although, it was kind of short, so... Yeah. I like that uh, Corbin was kind of showing off his freaky speed again there. Because this motherfucker's like... So, what? He's six... He's six-something. I want to say he's six-eight. He's odd-looking. But that he he's... Br- that That's Braun Strowman's height. I think he's he's up there. I think he's, he's, he's got to be shorter, but I feel like he's not much shorter. Um, he is listed on. Um, he's listed on Wikipedia as six eight. Oh. He's just a lot slimmer than Sherman. Yeah. Well, he's not as broad and bulky as Sherman. But those two motherfuckers to be six six eight, not just Corbin, both are fucking fast, and it's scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. Do you imagine? Nothing should not be so thick. Thank God they're wrestlers, not murderers. What? Nobody would outrun them. Put all the wrestlers in an arena. Hunger Games, that shit. True. True. That's how you get the ratings up Vince. Hunger Games. <laughs> Fuck the XFL. There's <laughs> Hunger Games type shit up in here. <laughs> yeah. Tricks, get in here. I have an idea. <laughs> Fuck War Games. Give us Hunger Games. <laughs> It fits with the whole Thanksgiving theme. Do yeah, it in November. It perfectly. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. God, Vince. I mean, put it on an island where murder is legal. By the island. Cena. We know you're listening. We know you're listening. Tell your boy. 
Also, I've seen all the pay per views of islands, right? Like remote <laughs> islands, Survivor. Survivor meets so Extreme Rules Island. Can we get retired wrestlers on Survivor as that's a series? Oh, that would be great. Cena, pitch it to Vince as Survivor uh, esque reality show with retired wrestlers. I like. I feel like you guys are always looking for new content on the network. I can write you a shit ton of shows. Can we put Steamboat on an island with a bunch of people? <laughs> He's so handsome. Okay. This is a very good looking older man. Mm. I got to see him in person. Person in person again. That fanboy he walked by, going to his thing, and I was just like, "You're still just kidnapping." Please, silver-haired fox. You silver-haired, <laughs> silver-haired dragon. You dragon. But uh, yeah. So Finn ends up winning. He gets uh, Corbin goes for his finisher. Balor ends up getting him an insect cradle. Gets finished. Wins. Wins. Oh yeah, wrestling. And then afterwards, Corbin beats the shit out of him. Cause why not? Yeah. Uh, because he's Linda, a man-child, and he pitch, he's prone to hissy fits. I have to have my fit now. So then there was going to be the next match, but uh, there was a little thing backstage where T. Palno ended up getting attacked. Yeah. Uh, so the Bludgeon Brothers attacked T. Palno half-boarding. And threw then, Daniel Bryan into a garage door. Yep. Uh, they basically crushed, I guess, King's leg with one of their mallets. Then apparently they broke his. They were something I saw that they broke his ankle. No, something. no, his ankle was broken beforehand. They used that to cave break his ankle. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, because okay. he was at an event beforehand in a booth. Saw that picture. Oh, oh, damn. I just saw it, but I wasn't sure what it was exactly. It had put too much into it, but I heard it. Oh. Ah, okay. Well, oh, that happened. And then Mayor eventually ankle. Paige runs back and she's like, what the fuck? She's like, what are you guys doing? See, not now, Paige. Not now, Paige. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like an amazing reaction. Now, Paige. Yeah, seriously, one of the best GMs ever. She's actually running backstage like, stop beating the shit out of each other. I, I gotta say, for all the shade that I've thrown at Paige, I fucking love her SmackDown GM. Right. Love it, love it, love it. I agree. Bless her. The next one we have, then, it kind of moves to our SmackDown Women's Championship, which is probably the worst match of the night. It was not good. It was really disappointing. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that Carmella defeats Asuka because of stupid shenanigans with Ellsworth hanging from the shark cage. And it was very obvious that he was hanging by something. Like, yeah. he was hooked to something. They, I, He came out, and I was like, what is all this punky Brewster-ass shit? T- like all these bandanas tied around his legs. Yeah. And then once he got up in that cage, I was like, oh, I bet it has something to do with those. And um, I was envisioning him taking those off and tying them together and give- making himself a rope to lower himself down Ooh, into the ring. Like if they got out of you, I would have gotten in trouble. Yeah, like if one of them tossed the other one out of the ring, they were out fighting on the floor, and then he had the ring clear to lower himself down. Enzo-ish, lubing himself up and sliding out, shimmying between the, the bars or whatever. But, um... But, yeah, it was just... It was fucking stupid. Sorry, but I don't know why they brought Ellsworth back at all. I feel like he just kind of devalues Carmella and everything that she's done since he left. Um... Because she's done really well. I feel like she's done really well for herself. I definitely liked her without Ellsworth more, but yeah. I'm tired of her. No. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying. <coughs> ah, shit. I'm not saying that she should. I'm not saying that she should have kept the belt. But I don't give two fucks about Ellsworth. Oh no, yeah, like he doesn't improve anything with her. He, he brings nothing to the table, but he just kind of drags Carmilla down. So, and I hate it for Oscar that she's caught up in this shit because they're just wasting her talent. Oh no, yeah, that's kind of my biggest issue with this. But, I mean, Ellsworth goes into the cage with a big jacket on and no one frisks him, so of course he's throwing shit down to Carmella the entire time. Which, uh, brass knuckles and whatever. Which, they never actually get anything on Oscar. I don't no, think. not brass knuckles. There's that spray stuff. The spray, and I think there was a chain, but the ref, like, saw the chain yeah, and threw it out. Yeah, that's what it was. But, um, basically this ended, uh, James Ellsworth's hanging, Oscar beats the shit out of him, and Carmella at one point pushes her into the bottom of the cage and hits her head, and Oh, that's all it took. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, Carmela ends up leaving again, and Oscar beats the shit out of Ellsworth. Yeah. Good for her. Somebody <laughs> should. It's the same thing they did with Becky, though. Like I know. I know. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Also, Becky getting a good push right now. Oh, yes. We talk Which about is it. fantastic. I want wonderful yeah. things for her. I want nothing but the best for her. I know. I love Becky so She's much. She's so cute and adorable and sweet. And I love her. Yes. Adorable and sweet. Every time I see her put goggles on a kid's head, I'm just like, bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you, bless you child. You're the sweetest. Uh, um, sweetest. Yeah, next, uh, United States Championship match. Oh, shit. Okay. Nakamura versus Legit Authority. And, um, I actually really like this. Of course, it is super short. Oh, yeah, it's super, super short. But oh, it worked well. Yeah. Because the baby's back! Oh! <laughs> yes. just that, but I loved everything. I loved the fact that Nakamura low blew Jeff, you know, a lot of people are getting tired of that. But he is a heel, and I do yeah. like that he was smart about it. And almost him coming off of losing to AJ all those times, he's like, fuck it. I'm winning this guy. Yeah, he's belt. really sticking with it and selling the whole heel angle, and that's amazing. Because whatever gets him screen time, man, I don't care, because yeah, he's great. Him, I'm like, you watch the pre show, right? Yes. Or, you there, Brittany, when they had the awkward knock Morris <laughs> When he was stage. like, uh, acting like he couldn't hear them. Yeah. I feel like he really couldn't actually yeah. hear them, and it was so awkward, but I love him so much. I want him to get all the promo time. I know. I love this promos either. It doesn't speak English. <laughs> uh, and well, I love that they were like, no, he can hear us. He knew exactly what we were saying. <laughs> like they sold it. Um, but yeah, so he low blows Hardy while the ref's back is turned while he's handing the belt to whomever's down there to take the belt. He starts the match afterwards though, and then Nakamura hits Kinshasa for a six second victory. But the most interesting part is what Brittany is so jazzed about. I was so pumped. And She's that is, so jazzed. Oh, yeah. She's got all the jazz in my head. Oh my god! I mean, genuinely, he looked amazing. He did, and she I genuinely made surprised, uh, though. Like, I never heard a rumor. I there know. was no sort of No, no chatter. No chatter. Know. So, tip of the cat I to them for keeping that shit my mouth breath. open, and I was like, oh! Like, I made that sound <laughs> for, like, the whole time. It was Oh, baby. He's come back and he had a heel turn. Yes. He ends up hitting Jeff Hardy in the ding ding. He's again. In the ding ding. Again. Stomps his ding ding. That's what he does. Stomp him in the ding ding. Stop that ding ding. I want a shirt with a like cartoony, goofy viper face that just says stomp him in the ding ding out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, out of nowhere. 
Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I actually... Overall, it like worked pretty the, good. It worked yes. out well for everybody. Um, Except and, for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, poor Jeff. So surprise return, but um, what I have heard is that Jeff has been battling a lot of minor injuries, so I think they're kind of trying to... Yeah, give him a break. He's probably going to give him a little break, yeah, so that he can actually heal. would be a bad idea. Also, he's been given another one of these dumb fucking nicknames that I hate, like Cerebral Assassin and all this shit. Charismatic Enigma. Uh, And I was like, you know what's an enigma to me? Is how he just keeps, like, it's like every every year he's like Jeff Hardy in the DUI. And I'm like, what's a charismatic enigma? I love it. It's broken. I just hate the nickname because it sounds fucking bougie. It's just like the WWE being, well, that's not even the WWE. It's just like wrestling sometimes. Like, we know big words. I know. Put big words together. That'd be your nickname. Ugh. All them and their fucking thesaurus. I don't know. So. words would go better. I know. It's a good word for, like, likable. Charismatic. Okay. No, that's honestly how I think they came up with cerebral assassins. They're like, what's a good name for, like, a mental ninja? A crazy like brain killer. A cerebral just, assassin. Just katanaing their brain left and right. Uh, so yeah, I picture some Yakuza shit going on. Right? Like, like some extreme, extreme. It's extreme. It's extreme rules. Extreme. So the next match, we have a steel cage match with the fat panda himself, Kevin Owens, and Brown Strowman. So actually, yeah. when we were watching this, Dempsey is the one who said beforehand, he was like, because I think he actually might have been the only one to go for KO. Yeah. Um, well, him and one other person, I think. Like, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Everyone, almost everyone went brown, though. Yeah. And he was like, the reason why you guys were wrong is because it's not that he's going to beat Braun Strowman, it's because he's going to throw him through the cage. Did he he said through the cage. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's going to be out first. Gotcha. Dibs already had his shit figured out, and after I heard that, I went... Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt well, the same I, thing. I was like, well, I, I, saw, I, was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I saw something about that. Someone speculating about him. Yeah, getting thrown through the side of the cage. Some sort of brown. All of uh, Big straight. Show. Yeah. yeah. Was it Big Show Strowman? No, Big Show. Yeah, Big Show Strowman. I think you were right. And then there's, and of course, Marky Boy and Roman. Ah. The greatest role stumble. Nobody gives a fuck about that, though. So, um,. Yeah, so Kevin Owens, by default, after getting thrown off of the top of the steel cage onto the announce table, is technically the first person to escape. So he wins. He wins. He wins. He wins but, uh, do you um, really? I thought this was a very good match, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like, good. Uh, <laughs> I loved when it started. Like, Kevin Owens was just, like, scurrying up the fucking side of that ring as fast as he could. <laughs> It was amazing. There was a weird bit of nostalgia in there. Uh, I think, uh, like, not really nostalgia, but, like, Strowman threw him off the cage and stuff like that, but Owens also hit a Stone Cold Stunner, and then yeah. did, like, so oh, yeah, he was like, Chuck. yeah, I know, that was, that was pretty great. And, uh, that was, I think he had Strowman handcuffed. Yeah, he, yeah, he was like, sort of a caddy corner across the ring from him. Yeah, suck it. And then he started climbing his way up there, and of course, Strowman hulked he himself out, out of like the. He should, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, so terrifyingly hot. Right, it's it's 
I give them kudos when they do shit like that. Like, no matter what you say about wrestling being fake, like, you can't <laughs> fake falling through a 20-foot table, like... Jesus, no. Or a 20-foot table, falling 20 feet he, down onto a table. Like, a 20-foot yeah. table. <laughs> Which John pointed out, like, he could see, like, the airbag cushion thing underneath it, but I'm like... You're still landing on the hard ass table. And itself. Hey, a lot of small guys. So yeah, he's got and I'm glad they put a lot of momentum on. Fat Panda times velocity times <laughs> what I like. I don't know if you, I'm not a fucking physicist, but so there's also his fat ass hitting that table under flying down. Fat ass is due. That's, that's, that's the equation. Right <laughs> like, I know it's yeah. like going to a magic show, they have their troops, but still, like, that's. Yeah, it's still. You know what? I'm you to try and land right. This is the I know that was the impressive thing, was that he picked him up, choke slammed him down there, but he hit dead center on that table, and I don't know that I would trust somebody to do that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Even if I did trust them, I wouldn't be Kevin Owens. I wouldn't trust myself to land right. I would no. Fuck that. So props to Kevin Owens for even doing that shit, bro. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I heard that he definitely had some minor kind of injuries. Like, I think he bruised his ribs and a few other things. I'm like, well, you know, you're going to have some bruises after that, man. Yeah. Boy. Shit. Uh, so after that, um, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which is the Bludgeon Brothers, um, who were the champions going in, uh, defeating, or defending against Team Hell No. Which really was Daniel Bryan from Minute. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yes, they kind of did a one-on-two thing for most of the match. And yeah, and then all of a sudden, finally... King uh, comes limping his way out. Yes. And he has a boot on now. And uh, he got some choke slams in. Yeah, but uh, overall, it was kind of disappointing. Which, I mean, what are you going to do when... <laughs> One person in a tag team has a legit broken ankle. I mean, you could only play it so many ways. But also, I don't know. They could have had him take the fall. Right? The guy who Not Daniel. Me. I just, I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah, that was that match. Bludgeon Brothers retained. Which we had, yeah, we all went Bludgeon Brothers, so. And not surprised, not surprised. So I think we all kind of figured. I didn't. I feel bad that Kane actually broke his ankle, yeah, but um, yeah. I think we kind of figured it with him getting ready to do his. Yeah, with the mayoral like, run, yeah, can't really be like a tag team champion. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, unless you're gonna part time it like Brock Lesnar, which I mean, honestly, if anybody threw that shit in your face, there you go. Like, oh yeah, the fucking boy. universal title defended four times a year, so fuck you. That time you want to be like, I'm actually doing shit outside of this? Like, yeah, yeah. Not just right. showing up at other events and challenging other people. I have shit. things to do. I have things. Counties to run, if you will. Would you like to see my eye calendar? <laughs> I have to so, show you all the things that I have to do. I can show you. Uh, after that, we got a small backstage segment with the B <laughs> team trying to Hype up Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. Hey, 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 You can do it. You win. You get to be in the B team. Isn't that great? like, no thank you. Yeah, I'd be like, take what you can get. Maybe people will like you better. Because uh, honest to God, no one likes you. No. Did anybody tell you they don't like you? If you get anybody trying to be your friend, Roman, just fucking take it. Right? Sorry, but... Uh, so going off that, 
Because <laughs> he didn't say anything, he kind of just like smirched. And then it would be bigger. Fucking douchebag. Um, and then we have the Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. And guess who wins? Not, Not Roman Reigns. Reigns. <laughs> so maybe you should have been a little bit nicer to the B team. Because that's right? about where you're at right now. Um, I also enjoyed the fucking Rusev Day chants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I will say, Roman I sucks. did not give a shit about this match. I would say, I did not give a shit, definitely. I would say the match wasn't... It wasn't as, as bad as I, ex- was, I thought it was. Yeah, better. no, I will say it was better than I expected, but I also didn't give enough shits about it to even really care that it was better than I expected. And true. Like, I, and since we all picked Reigns, and so as far as the grand scheme of things with our pay-per-view belt, it didn't matter. Um, I was I was actually really pleasantly surprised that Lashley won. Oh no, I yeah, definitely. I would say that. that the match wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be, and the Lashley won, which was even more surprising. I think the problem with this is everything that happens on Raw the following Monday. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, we will get to that here in a minute when we get to Raw. But I feel like <gasps> what happens there completely fucks up this entire half decent match that Roman had. Did you see the Instagram message notification? <laughs> what is that? Maybe we lay down some beats. I know. They have free beats. Free beats for us. Um. So. Yeah, so Lashley wins out over so, Roman. So, three. Um. <laughs> so the next. Uh, the next match on the card is the Raw Women's Championship. We have Alexa Bliss defending her title against almost a Ninja Jax. That's not it. No, my God. Why is she not a ninja? I don't know. And also, she's a ninja. Ninjax. <laughs> uh, um, wait, was that, that was a comic book character, I'm pretty sure. 95% sure that was a comic book character because I think I remember my brother drawing pictures of him. Anyway. As I Google that, um, Bliss, this was an Extreme Rules match, which basically Street fucking anything goes. Ooh, yeah. Kendo sticks. Kendo sticks garbage and whatnot. Can. Yeah, garbage can, trash can lids. Also, trash can lids with no handles. What was that about? I didn't even notice it until one of the commentators said something. I mean, got a handle. Yes. That's a special trash can lid. fucking trash can lid. Like, Not to have a handle. <laughs> um, but to be honest, uh, this one's kind of a. I'm saying gimmicky match, but a uh, kind of a woozy sort of match, but um, yeah, I didn't oh. find it too much. It was Ninjax, not Ninjax. Oh, very close though. Sorry. Anyway, Ninjax. Totally distracted by that. Um, mm. not, not a fan of. I didn't hate this match, but I didn't love this match. No, I liked Ronda Rousey's part of the match. No, I did. I did. I thought I didn't think it was horrible. I like that she fucking laid waste to Nikki James. Cause I'm tired of her ass. I'm tired yeah, you of it. The part, yeah, you're tired of the trailer park. Well, it's really like, are dressing her like that, and I feel really bad. For her. Yeah, well, she's not by any means an ugly lady. I just feel like I'm being like, dressed as hell. But also, like, all like she just looks like a dumb bitch because, like, it wasn't that long ago that Alexa was putting like depends in your dressing room and yeah, walkers like, yeah, and making fun of you for being an older lady. Than her, I feel like, like she actually feuded with Mickey before she feuded with Nia. She did. No, yeah. I feel like I know she did, but I feel like that was literally the what Mickey it was. Did yeah, yeah. It was, All of a sudden, right yeah, and then it was them talking shit together backstage about Nia Jax and Nia's a bully and blah 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 blah. blah. It's like, just I don't know. So this also makes me. 
pine for a women's U.S. championship title or a women's something something to do besides just being a big fucking bitches. Being a side piece in wrestling, which basically means you're not actually really wrestling, and you're not really an advocate. You're just kind of there. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing anything of value or of importance. So yeah. I feel like a hype man is the same. Yeah, I know. You're just like we're here. We here, bitch. But uh, basically, stuff ends up happening. The Stream Rules match. There's shit going on everywhere. Um, Natalia ends up going and beating the shit out of Nikki James, and then Alexa comes and ends up beating up Natalia. Which at that point, Ronda Rousey jumps the barricade. Yeah, she has this. She's watching, and you can tell she's like wanting to interfere. And then finally, she just says, "You can see she mouths the words. That's it." Yeah. And fucking jumps over it and. Scary speed. It's over uh, there. Is, oh yeah. So Alexa obviously runs from her, mm-hmm. and then Ronda Rousey's chasing after her. Definitely agree with you guys. Like she's she's freak. She's, she's like Jimmy John's man. She freaky fast. She's yeah. terrifying. It's like oh, shit. There she but goes. I think Russ was going Makes me think twice about talking shit about her. Right. <laughs> like if I ever see a bitch in person, she's gonna run catch- here. She gonna catch me. Yeah, right. She gonna catch me. Be like, it's nice to meet you. You're such a lovely person. Please don't hit me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's chasing after Bliss, and I think Bliss was going to jump the barricade, and she, like, catches her real quick, but then yeah. Mickey James comes back out of nowhere and hits her with a kendo stick. And, uh... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And yeah, then, uh, yeah, yeah, Mickey James, James two Kendo stick shots, yeah. Down, and then James, um, ran back into the ring. She's, to keep Nia from a getting a... A light, a lot. She's doing a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, because Nia was about to hit uh, Samoan drop on Bliss, and it said Mickey hits her with, with a chair. chair, and then Bliss ends up hitting her with a DDT on top of the chair and gets the win. Yeah, yeah, just a lot going on. I kind of agree with uh, in case anyone's wondering where you can see the sports. Make sure we go in order by match. Yeah, because <laughs> we would not remember the order. No. I actually started to kind of what, which John and I an exhausting weekend anyway, like working out in the sun and heat and shit, uh, cleaning out a storage building behind my mom's house. That was fucking fun. Spent all day Saturday and Sunday doing that, and so I actually kind of fell asleep towards here. I dozed off a little, but um, I do agree with what they said. With um, while Rousey was more than believable in terms of her intense attack, the fact that she was so easily taken out by two, two hits from the kendo stick. Ugh. Yeah. I... And basically, James just no-sold the entire attack. Heck, she was up and at him, like, right after that. Yeah. And I feel like it would have been cooler. Like, I'm okay with Alexa winning, but... But... I think it would have been cooler if Ronda was more distracted with just beating the shit out of making James. Yeah. Like, have her just, like, no-sell the shit out of Kendo stick shots and then being like, well, now I have to murder you. Mm. Yay. Um, or have Naya like be distracted by them paying attention to the Alexa can hit her with the DDT on the chair. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like Rousey's part, like Natty and Naya together, which we've talked about before. Yeah. He's been making changes. That's how uh, I feel. Uh, um so I think right after this match, when they were hyping up the next one, I kind of dozed off a little bit because I woke up and all of a sudden on the screen there's AJ Styles and Rusev. Actually, Rusev is making his entrance. 
when I snapped back into it and I was like, oh shit. Uh, so AJ Styles obviously defending his WWE Championship against Rusev. And he does by pinfall to retain his title. And I don't, you know what, CBS Sports can give this a B. But it was fucking, I, it was great. Oh, no, me. it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I think both men actually counter that looking really strong. Rusev, man. I love Rusev. And he has done so well for himself. If you look at him, like, two years ago and look at him now. Yeah. It's. Never mind the better physical shape yeah. he's in. Yeah. But his mic skills. He's gotten so Just the fact that he's so over, man. I don't know. Like, it's, it's He's ridiculous. amazing. It's great. I'm finally, I'm glad he. He found his place. Right. Because he deserves it. He's a hardworking dude. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like the biggest story-wise point in this is where Aiden English takes off the oh. uh, turnbuckle cover. Yeah. So that probably Rusev can get something with AJ Styles hitting that. And yeah. then turns yeah. out AJ Styles ends up hitting him with that. And that knocks Rusev out. He also ends up taking English out with a basement dropkick. And then... Styles hits number four arm and wins. And wins. It was also nice. Uh, Styles uh, trying to do a springboard 450 splash. Yeah. Oof. I love that. I love watching him do that. I love watching him do anything. Like, right? I mean, always. But I want to watch him wash dishes. I want watch you do normal people things. Can I watch you drive a car? I just need to see you. Can I watch you eat? Can I watch you pick your nose? That just sounds weird. Anything. I'll watch you do anything. I just made it so. Oh, uh, no. You ruined it. Um, so then. Can I watch match... you eat a peach? What? Uh, a Georgia peach? Hey. Suck it. Okay. Uh, Last match sorry. of the night. To be honest, I think there are two ties for actual best match and one for best story. I think the Shinsuke Nakamura Jeff Hardy had the best story, story wise yeah. stuff going on. Um, I think this. And the AJ Styles Rusev match were best match. tied for best match of the night. Although I will yeah. say that the crowd got a little clock happy. Although, are you surprised? Like, I feel like sometimes they're you like, people a clock. oh no, they ruined the match. And I'm like, if you give them a clock, they're going to count down every minute from every, 10 seconds to the next. Like it's the fucking Royal Rumble. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they going to do, do it. it. They. <laughs> That's what they do. point the Royal Rumble. They, like, they do it every time. They never get tired of doing it. You give for 30 minutes. You yeah. give the crowd a clock. They are conditioned to count it down. If they're I the best fans, they will count it down. But, uh... I definitely get where the performers get annoyed with that, but I'm also like, you should know your audience, you should know what's gonna happen. It's like when you guys have a walkout, yeah. and we're singing along, or cutting over saying, you suck. We're literally almost conditioned to do that. Yeah. Like, it's like you hear Roman Reigns' music or you see his face, you boo. Boo! There's no other boo. reaction that's Sorry. appropriate Action. for that. Um, also, I just want to throw in there, and I I was misinformed when I texted you all about um, the, the pay-per-view and how I was bitching about Roman Lashley match being the main event. I read a couple of things, actually, online saying that that was going to be the main event. And I think I read after the fact that it was actually booked originally to be a main event, and they shuffled some things around. I heard there were a lot of last-minute changes. Yeah, and so I'm just glad. That's better, because that would have sucked. 
I, I'm excited actually for both guys, for Ziggles and for Seth. Because Ziggles, you know, he's been around for a while, and I when like he left and then came back run. or whatever. Yeah, and then Rollins having his kind of resurgence into the title picture, a title picture. Um, I feel like slowly but surely, surely, uh, surely, <laughs> I'm not minding him and McIntyre together as much. Like, small steps. Right. I'll say small steps, but slowly I'm kind of inching that way. Yeah. Although, I would love a splinter in their relationship and maybe, like, a Hell in a Cell or Survivor Series match between the two of them. I would be okay uh, with that, but I think, like you said, it doesn't need to be SummerSlam. Like, they need a, no, little, they need a little bit more yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe something to happen. Survivor Series. Yeah, something could happen at SummerSlam. Survivor yeah. Series for the IC belt. That would be good. That would be good. Yeah, I'd be alright with that. I don't mind Zibbles having the IC belt. He's so charismatic. He's he is great. a charismatic enigma. It's like, how's that motherfucker so charismatic? How do you keep it? It's an this? enigma. I don't know. I've got to find some of his stand-up. Like, we need to have a night where we just watch one of his stand-ups and laugh, even though his jokes are funny. So we're like, why is Ziggles on stage? Oh, Nick. Oh, um, stop it. But yeah, uh, this was a 30-man Iron Man match. Um, 30-man was... Iron Man match? What did you say? Did I say a 30-man Iron Man match? You, you said a 30-man Iron Minute match. <laughs> I fucking love it. The goddamn shirt. That's what it's called now. That's what it's called I now. The goddamn shirt Iron Man. Robin Hood men in tights. It, it oh will forever. <laughs> it's like, it are, is. <laughs> I mean, don't you know. <laughs> this don't match you know. will, for, these matches will forever be known now as 30 man Iron Man matches. Honestly, I'm pretty so. sure I said that. <laughs> the best example of the Robin Hood thing, though, is yeah. he did to kill a king's dare. <laughs> oh my god. Dead to kill a king's dead. Dear, dare, dear. Oh, Jesus. So, wow. Um, so, yeah, that was the thing. Ziggles uh, defeats Seth to defend his title in a 5 to 4 um, in sudden death to retain his. Rollins belt. actually ends up going up 3 0. Right, like, oh, right. Shit. And right about there, I was like, oh shit. I was like, there's no way. But I was like, it is set. They could. They could yeah, blow up. They could let Ziggles catch up. But. And then have him still come out on top. It, so it really could have gone. They built it up really well. This match could go in. Because then Rollins is up 3-0. Ziggles gets a quick pin. So it's 3-1. Right. Then Ziggles hits him with a super kick. It's another pin. 3-2. Uh, uh, reverse into a zigzag. Tied. 3-3. Uh, Ziggles stopped a suicide dive in the forearm and then pinned Rollins with his fucking feet on the rope yep. to take the first lead, so he's up 4-3. Um, then we get the last 15 minutes of the match. The pace kind of slowed down. Near falls. A lot of that. Um, draw the, the suspense and I was a little surprised by uh, Ziggles kicking out after Seth hit him with the frog splash. The Falcon Arrow. Yeah, Falcon yeah. Arrow. Oh, the Superflex Falcon Arrow. Whatever yeah. It is. I just want to call all of it the whole package, the Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Just, he's made it a move in itself. Yeah. It's what it is. You know what? Whatever it is, it's amazing. Um, But yeah, it's like, okay, after all of this time, Ziggles is going to kick out of that. Right. But um, that's when you call bullshit. Rollins ends up tying at 4-4, and then, so, oh. this is where, like, shit gets real. 
like Seth um, gets so close to having another pin. Right. But he runs out of time, so it's tied. Yeah. Oh, well, he tried um, with a sharpshooter and a crossface to get a tap out of Ziggles. Which I thought was both very interesting. You don't see Seth do that too much. No, but you know what? It it kind of played well in the story as far as, like, oh, yeah, moves of desperation. This, but, um, you know what I mean? McIntyre got thrown out one point. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't even remember when that happened. He kept interfering, but he got thrown out. Yeah. Um, but so the match... He could have came to sit They ran out of time with it being a tie. 4-4. Four, four. Seth literally hit thing and tried to pin him and ran out of time. Right. And so, I not ideally, but you would think that Ziggles would retain. Just, you know, tie. Champ would retain. Right. But Kurt Angle comes As out. As we do. <laughs> right. Kurt Angle comes out and says, no, no, no. Sudden death. Yada, yada, yada. We and doing then, shit. And I guess he shows up again. McIntyre, because it technically is a new match. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, he kind of distracted, he got got on the apron and distracted Seth, and Ziggles hit him with the zigzag. Ziggles retains. Uh. Um, which I agree with CBS Sports. So while the finish had more to do with the building heat for the future, it would have been great to see both performers given a chance at a pure classic without any interference. Oh, no, I would have, yeah. But maybe we'll get that at SummerSlam on a grander stage. Possibly. Yeah. Sam Ziggles went out, right? Because, you know, the whole, you know, Drew... When, you know, last week Drew wins this match. Drew uh, gets to be president. If he loses, he's banned from ringside. Yeah. Maybe just have straight up had the stipulation like he can't be there. Sorry, yeah. because of what happened at this match. I think that would be. I'd be fine with that, but I'd also want it to be the the end of their feud. Yeah. Because it doesn't need to drag out any longer than that. Otherwise, at Hell in a Cell, um, which I think there's a paper, there's a paper a September pay per view. I'm not counting, but um, you would get some dragged out dumbass shit. Oh yeah. It like a easy. House of Horrors. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, was a thing that it, happened. It, was it was an awful worst. thing. It was the worst thing, the the worst thing that happened. Yeah, really. It probably honestly. was. Honestly, I think that will go down in wrestling history as one of the worst shit shows <laughs> in the world. It was a nightmare. So, um, I guess we're going to move on to Raw. And I feel like Raw and SmackDown, other than hitting, like, the really high points, we can kind of get through that pretty quickly. It wasn't... There wasn't anything too major. There were some things that... Yeah. Um, too big. So, um, kicking off Raw, which, uh, obviously we're... Probably reference CBS Sports a couple times, or at least yeah. I did. Uh, we use that, by the way, fanatics for our uh, Extreme Rules recap, and then, as per usual, cage side seats for Raw and SmackDown because <laughs> Raw is three hours long. Who can yeah. remember what happens? Right, we, we have, have to have some kind of reference. Everything. So. Yeah. Everything. Um. So the show opens up with an um a little in memory of Masa Saito, um who um, passed away recently. Yes, I saw yes, yes, yes. Um but uh after that graphic uh Kurt Angle the show opens Kurt Angle's in the ring. 
like everybody, baby's so proud. Daddy's proud. Daddy's so cute. <laughs> Big Daddy Angle's proud. Look at you. Look at you go. And he's like, everybody's being so great, putting in so much effort, except for Rock. <laughs> except Lisa. for our Beast Incarnate, which is another really fucking dumb name. Yeah. Call him the Beast, the Beast Incarnate. Jesus Christ. Right. So I will say though, I kind of <laughs> do like that he ended up giving Brock an ultimatum. He was like, "Hey, bitch, you either tell me like." when you're going to be on Raw, and when you're going to defend your title, or I'm going to take your title away. And You're like, grounded and no title for you. I texted him earlier, and he hasn't texted me back, or his representatives. <laughs> so he's like, I'm taking your title. And <laughs> then we hear Paul back. Heyman, and he's like, I'm Paul Heyman. I love this, because Kurt's oh, yeah. like, everyone knows who you are, Paul. <laughs> like, oh, Kurt's got some snark tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, done. we know... I have to say this, but I don't say this often about Kurt as a GM, but this might have been his best night overall as a GM. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He had some good good spots. He was taking charge. He was having fun, and I feel like you tell that, and you're just like, nah, Kurt. Oh, you're cute. So, uh, Kurt's like, whatever, everybody knows who you are. So, look, if Brock doesn't come out right now, you're just fucking wasting my time. And... Paul's like, you know, it's interesting that you say it that way because my client's not even here tonight. And Kurt says, well, guess what? You don't have a title. And he's like, no, 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 wait, 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 hold up, wait a minute. Let me put my Heyman in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's not really. He's like, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, I would not. So... <laughs> Paul's like, no, 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 you've got it all wrong. Everybody thinks that Brock doesn't care about his title and that he only cares about UFC and being the UFC champion again, blah, 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 blah. But but that's not true. That Brock actually loves the WWE. But what he wants to do is represent the entire WWE universe and challenge for the UFC title with the universal belt around his waist and I'm like that's bullshit so basically he wants to be able to hold title both titles at one time UFC title and the WWE Universal Championship which you know what Brock fuck you you don't deserve it you don't deserve it don't deserve it you don't deserve it even on was ESPN's top 10 MMA personalities that they aired last Tuesday night I just noted it was on because they had it on one of the TVs while I was doing trivia at Wild Wings. Um, Brock Lesnar was like, he was like, he was way down there. Fucking Ronda Rousey was like number two or three. So um, Brock has fallen from grace and he can also suck dick. So um, anyway, he wants to be a two sport champion. Just like like Kurt. Just like when you had the the gold medals around your neck. Oh, Kurt Dangle. Wait, Kurt. (laughs) Big Daddy Dangle did. Although I think that's totally, completely different. It is different. It is not the like, fucking like, same thing. I understand where Paul's going with it, and I didn't mind it necessarily, but everyone <laughs> would be like, he wasn't actually wrestling in the Olympics while he was wrestling with the <laughs> no. so there's that. Yeah, How about, yeah, we're not talking simultaneously. Like, it's kind of different. one the other. Ah, Jesus. So... But I mean, Paul Heyman's the master, like, even with... Fallacies in his points. Oh, he's so freaking confident at selling it that you don't. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, I, okay. If I was wearing gloves, I'd buy a ketchup popsicle from him. I don't care. Ready to be like, yes, yes. Satan, I'll let you have my soul. I'll sell my soul to you. 
That's almost a little volume. So <laughs> Kurt's like, so, all that said, that's Three great. And that's nice, and good luck to him. But guess what? Brock's going to defend his title at SummerSlam, or he's not going to have a fucking belt. So, decisions Sucking him titties. So, uh, Paul's like, uh, oh shit. He's like, you drive a hard bargain, but guess what? I guess my, uh, my client will defend at SummerSlam. And, you know, Paul kind of makes fun of the crowd a little bit. And... Gets food a little bit. So he basically kind of gets done speaking, and out comes Bob Lashley. Bob! Bob! Bob's like, you know, when I came back to WWE, I had two goals in mind. I got the first one last night when I beat that bitch dog Roman Reigns. The bitch. The bitch. Now it's time to do the other. I'm the big bitch. Yes. Bork and I have unfinished business. And then Drew McIntyre. And he basically says the same thing that Bob Lashley says. Yeah. But, like, I came here with two goals. <laughs> but his well, was phases. Phase, yeah. yeah. Phases yeah, phase one. Goals. I had phase one, which was making sure Dolph kept the IC title. And, and now it's time for phase two. Universal like, How was that a goal when you came to... Yeah. Like, uh, when you came sure. there... When he didn't have the title yet. Yeah. Have him keep it. Ah. Have him win it. Whatever. But that's okay, because we get Monday Night Rollins. And, of course, he gets in Drew McIntyre's face, and he's like, like, you son of a bitch, he doesn't say that, but he should. Yeah. There should be cussing in wrestling. There should be. Yes. He's like, like, look, you big fucking Scottish asshole. Like, like, wouldn't it be so much more realistic for, quote-unquote, fake the haggis-eating piece of shit. Right? right? Like, like, can we the, that? like all the all the things you'd be like, oh that. shit. Mm-hmm. Haggis-eating motherfucker. Like, I, I get that yeah. she wanted to be like more safe and stuff like that, but think about it. I feel like you think uh, so much more money to the adults. You're catering to the nostalgia of the uh, fans. That's why you do these weird nostalgia pops. Yeah. If that's yes. not the kids. We don't shit about the kids. Kids are watching because of us. The kids aren't buying kids. merch. Yeah, there are kids we're taking them. The kids don't have money. <laughs> they're not subscribing to the network. They're not buying merch. Right. Yeah, right? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. they're not buying tickets to this. Realistically, if you were a parent and you had a kid, but you yourself were not into wrestling, would you actually buy your kid a streaming service so they could watch wrestling? No. Exactly. Right. I'd be like, watch this other shit that's free. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. But I would be. So, um, also, okay, so Seth gets um, in McIntyre's face and he's like, yeah, well, you know what? If Kurt's looking for an opponent for Brock, I'm right here. So then out comes Elias, because out comes everyone. We get the whole fucking roster out here. Um, Elias comes out, playing his guitar, coming down the ramp, and he's like, you know, nothing sounds better to me than Elias as Universal Champion. And then, of course, he has to plug his album debuting next week on the 23rd. Um, and he's like, you know, it only makes sense that you keep that success of my album dropping going into SummerSlam and put me in Gospel Cluster. But then Finn Balor comes out. And he's like, you know what? I was the very first Universal Champion. And it's like, we fucking know it. You won't let us forget. Um, and he's like, it only makes sense that I'm the one. But you know what? He's been clamoring for that since he got back. And guess what? I'm very confused by that, and I'm very confused by, like, when Nobody he cares. won that, did he not have a rematch clause? Was that something they started after? Uh, he got hurt? Uh, like, 
Seems like everyone else got a rematch. But, uh, but apparently you. Oh, but guess who else comes out? Oh, yeah. This is literally, like, I don't. <laughs> you gotta get your frustrations out while I go pee. Oh, and then like, I will join you when I come back. That's all I can do. Is, uh, like to be honest, it's not even okay. So Roman comes out next, which is yeah. bullshit, right? And it's not even that. It's this whole literally. Let's have all the people come out that think they have a thing. Like it's already so right. It's getting bad. long, to be honest. And then at the end of it, you fucking throw Roman on it. It's the goddamn him coming in as 30 in the Royal Rumble all over again. Like, yeah. Why are you here? Why? Get Why? the fuck out. No one like, asked you to come here. And he's literally just like, you know, I don't have any excuses. I don't care about Brock Lesnar. I just want to fight someone. I just want to fight someone and I want to fight him tonight. And then he's going to Curtin. Roman literally lost, what, twice to Bort? Nope. I feel like there's more. Tw- well, in this last round, twice yeah. or three times. Yeah. yeah. And so Kurt then says, well, guess what? You're all deserving to be out there. Roman's really not. No. He's had plenty of chances. everyone else, I would say, maybe had I'm pretty sure he was home last time, and he gets no more chances. Like, after this, you're done. Fuck it down, son. But Kurt's like, all of you are deserving, so guess what? We're gonna do... Like, like a two triple threat matches tonight, and the two winners of that are gonna fight. Like a mini tournament Yeah, they'll fight and determine who the number one contender is. So that's a bunch of bullshit. At this point, I knew exactly how Raw was gonna go. Uh, right? You're like, like I was like I can already tell you who's gonna win, and that and sucks. this is where I was. After the two matches happen, I'll have my rant. Uh, so the matches end up being. Elias versus Rollins versus Lashley, and then McIntyre versus Fowler versus Reigns. And then we have. So uh, who do you guys think is gonna win out of that bunch? <laughs> so first they do oh. McIntyre versus Fowler versus Reigns, which lo and behold, oh, Reigns wins. Because imagine that. Because my God, he oh just. My God, Fowler should have won that. Although hey. I would say if this match anybody but had Roman a different outcome, it would have been a fantastic match. The yeah. actual match itself was No, Fowler was tearing that shit up. Him and McIntyre. McIntyre oh, yeah. at first had the momentum and he was doing really good, but McIntyre, McIntyre don't pull Finn off of Roman when he's pinning him. Right. Like, you should have just let him have it. <laughs> I feel like McIntyre, as much as he's been supporting Ziggles, like, he should have had a win. Oh, yeah, I would have been fine with Valor or I would have been fine with anybody except Bro. Anyone but Bro. Yeah, I remember when it started. Yeah, when the match started, I was like, guess who's going to win this one? Guess who's going to win the other one? I'm like, oh, yeah, like it was so obvious. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Roman ends up winning by pinfall with a spear on Finn. So he's going to be in the match next week to see who the number one contender matches. I'm going to go and spoil it. Lashley wins the other match. Yeah. This is my problem. So you had Lashley win at and Extreme Rules, and, now, and then now you're doing this bullshit. Again. Yeah. I don't know, officially it wasn't for the number one contendership, but, now but it we is. all knew. But we now knew. it is, and it, it's it's gonna like come out, This is going to come out one of two ways, which I think is incredibly unfair to Lashley. It's either going to be Roman versus Morgan, uh-huh. Roman just straight up wins against uh, Bobby, or Roman wins against Bobby, Bobby argues that he already beat him, so Kurt Angle makes it a triple threat. And either way... Why? Right? You know, I agree. The whole thing is bullshit. I'd much rather just see bullshit. Bobby versus Brock. Yeah. I'd much rather, yeah. Do it. Book it. Book it, Katie. I'll book it. I'll book it so good. I'll book it so good. They wish they had done it. 
I would love for all of us to get paid to just tell each other to book shit. Okay, wasn't it the last pod we were like, we literally got uh, drunk in one day and booked half your year for you. Oh, (laughs) yes. And there you go. I mean, honestly. Now it's done. Ah. Alright, so. Uh, We Um, had a small backstage segment with Bailey Bailey. and her. Um, and Where's Sasha? Like, She's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like Sasha. I do not like uh, Bailey's voice. Mm-mm. Or her speaking skills, she, maybe? Just generally. I think she's not. She, she sounds like really she really needs literally a sort of. Like she might actually have Can a we put her in a feud with John Cena? Oh, God. Well, that, that fixes everybody's mind problems. Right? I don't know. No? Okay. He comes up there and slaps her. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Can okay. you see me, bitch? The thing with Bailey is just something yeah. about. I'm saying about her. It's just like she doesn't seem like she's connecting or believable. Like her words. No, like, well, and it's like even played out when like, she's oh, supposed to. Like I think she's so used course. to being like the hugger and smiley and all this stuff and happy that when she's doing this stuff, whether it's acting in a bit with Sasha in the yeah. counselor's office or talking to Kurt about it and trying to be serious, she keeps fucking smiling. I don't know if you notice it, but she keeps breaking out in like a little fucking smirk. And it makes her look like she's just really terrible at it or it makes her look like she's an asshole. But it's not a believable asshole thing. So yeah, it's like she'll never make it as a heel. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with her. And the unfortunate thing is with her, I feel like her character doesn't lend well to having some sort of valet or advocate or whatever you want to call it. It no. just doesn't work with that. Like, you really have to be able to stand on your own feet. Yeah. Unless they want to split up Bo Dallas and Curtis asshole and have Bo Dallas as her, you know, you gotta believe. Like, and a, Bailey. like if you're gonna do it, it has to be like a motivational speaker or something. You like gotta believe. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> that's all mad. I know. But um, about halfway through the conversation, Kurt's like, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but don't we settle things in the ring in, on this show? That's kind of what we said like two weeks ago. Yeah, and he's like, so you and Sasha are gonna team up and tag team match. Again, Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox. Also, thank you, uh, Cena, for obviously telling that. You guys can't figure this shit out. You get one of you is gonna get traded to SmackDown, which is weird. You know what? Fine, separate them because they they don't know what they're doing with them. Yeah, it's, it's like they're stuck in this loop. Yeah, like of a feud that they can't get them out of because they don't know how, what to do. Um. So Dolph uh, Ziggles is shown backstage with the crew member. It's like polishing his, his title. Great. <laughs> <laughs> or his knob. Polishing his knob. Uh, the break, come back, and Dolph makes his entrance for um, his uh, match against uh, Bobby Roode. Yeah. So basically, he goes out there to start doing a recap, and then he gets on the mic and. It just kind of goes in and talks about how he's the real Iron Man and all this stuff, and that he uh, was uh, putting on a clinic and all this shit. And he's like, "But I do respect everything Seth has done for the title." Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of goes on like that, blah blah blah. But talking about how he beat, how many times he beat Rollins, da 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 da. Well, Byron comes out and he's like, "Hey, guess what?" You haven't get, given any credit to Drew McIntyre, that sheep fucker that's been following you around. <laughs> right? Like, 
Um, but uh, it kind of goes off from there. And that oh, and he does. Uh, Bobby takes a jab at his uh, stand up comedy. comedy stand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand up career is like if, you, if it wasn't for Drew, you'd be down in that uh, stand up comedy club telling bad jokes. <laughs> um, and then Ziggle's like, hey, where were you last night? It's extreme Rules. Not here. Not yeah, watch like, but let's uh, let's have a match, and then he's like, oh yeah, and then JoJo tries to announce it as if it's a match for the IC title. Yeah, and he's like, oh no 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 no, 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 bitch, that's not. Like I told you, you get a match. Good enough for the title. No, not for my belt. The food, whatever. I was actually really kind of pissed about that. Yeah, it should have been. It actually wasn't a horrible match, in my opinion. No, I feel like the two of them. I mean, they're still those guys who like have a hard time putting on a bad match, especially together. Yeah, but honestly, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it kind of ends how you would think it would with Sigils winning, because obviously they're gonna try to keep that momentum. Um, but it was pretty good. Um, but I think it ended up being. Oh, Ziggles winning by pinfall. Yeah, there was a little pinfall, but it was a super kick. Super kick, yeah, that's what it was. Super kick, yeah. But overall, right. not a bad match. I just, I mean, no, it's kind of how you thought but, it was going to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like Dolph and love him with belt, love what he's doing so far. Mm-hmm. I really wish they changed his walkout, though. I'm tired of hearing that fucking needle scratch. I know, me too. But um, I feel bad for Bobby. I can't help but feel bad for Bobby. Mm-mm. He deserves more. He's good. He's really good. Um, I did hear, I think Dave Meltzer said that, uh, Bobby might be getting ready to turn heel. You know what? I'll never, take it. You never know these things. He's a great heel. He was heel in NXT. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But I, I agree. He also better. said with that, that if he did turn heel, he also might get a new walkout, which I'm not okay with. No. Because you can do his walkout and be douchey with it. They almost said it was, it was something like Shinsuke Nakamura where he turned heel. Which is, was fine, and they had a reason for like, it, which is why I was okay it, with it. But yeah, I still don't like it, though. Because it, it doesn't, and I guess they weren't like, they didn't want people to be able to sing along with it like they were doing. Always, yeah. But it just sounds like a bunch of fucking mess. Because it's like really heavy on the guitar, but then also some guy rapping in Japanese, and it's just a lot. Honestly, just kind of weird. I wish I knew what you were It's saying. like a bunch of fucking noise, honestly. That's not what it is. So, whatever. Um, you know what? I'll take a heel Bobby Roode. I take. I if, would, I would I'll love just, a heel Bobby Roode. I just they change his. I just want I him relevant in the title picture. That's that's all I want for him. And not to think that he's just gonna get lose and swept under the rug like a legit run. Right. You're like, hey, yeah. maybe he could. Yeah. Oh I yeah. He had the U.S. belt, but it was short and it was it was. He deserves an IC title, and I would love for this time or even early next year for him to be vying for a big title. I feel like he could have a really with good, a, lengthy run with the IC title. Yeah, fun. yeah. Um, so anyway, we get a recap of the opening segment, because Raw is three hours long and why not. Um, and then a, a, a recap of the whole process to determine Brock's next challenger, which is a triple threat match we just had, plus another one. Um, they go to back. Speaking of the other match, the uh, they go backstage. Bobby Lashley shadow boxing. He's like, you know, they say they say the beast fears no man, but the beast has never fought anyone like me with the skills and ability to slay him. And it's just like, whatever, Bobby, we gotta go. 
I don't think that Bobby Lashley is ever going to be a guy that you're like, oh wow, look at the promos that guy cuts. But I feel like. Because he's so fucking awkward. That's not even that. I feel like they could just give him some better shit to say. True. Like, his speaking ability is very awkward, and I get that, but I just feel like you're giving him really lame shit to say to begin with. That's true. That doesn't help, but his delivery is so Oh, yeah. Like, his delivery is horrible. Like, I will not I will not contest that part. Wonderful wrestler. Love him to death. But, yeah. Um, he could he could have a valet. He needs one. He is an advocate. Um, so, they cut to break after that comeback, and Bobby Roode's walking around backstage, and then, you know, there's a slow clapping mojo. I don't know. This is just stupid. So, I guess there's just a way to tie into this uh, well, next match. match. Yeah, it was Mojo versus Tyler Breeze for no reason whatsoever. Basically. Mojo wins with the Alabama Slam. Alabama Slam, which I hate because I love Tyler Breeze. Oh, yeah. Uh, Breezy yes. Um, again, Bailey and Sasha backstage. After um, the break, we have a match. Tag team match with them versus Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke. Cut back from commercial. Get the entrances. This is going to lead into something that I have a very interesting question about. Before Mm -hmm. we get there, yes, uh, yes, yes. The match itself was was real weird. Um, Uh, It just... It wasn't bad, and Sasha's beat up towards the end. Because basically what happens is Bailey's the first one, and she ends up getting her ass kicked. Because that seems to be what Bailey does. Right. And then Sasha to the rescue. Yeah, Sasha to the rescue. Um, there's the one part where Alicia Fox is, I want to say, on top of Bailey while she's outside and of the she's ring. She's like, I'll get like the side of her in the head, head, but she looks like a penguin. Like, yeah, the way she's like, it was weird. Like, it looked yeah. really weird. Um, also, good to see Alicia Fox back. She was hurt, and I feel like this is the first time she's been on TV, and I flailed. Yeah, it's been a quick yeah. second. Yeah. Yes, you're back to see Dan Brooke wrestling, also. Yeah, of course. True. Um, but yeah, so Sasha ends up. Making the save, kind of going too far, and they lose via DQ. Or they say that there is no finish announced, but I would assume it's a DQ of the Beth, the Beth, the Red ring the bell. Yeah, yes. I don't know. <laughs> the Beth of the Doe. But basically, um, after the match, like Sasha's just kind of walking away from her, and then they cut to break, but they come back, and Sasha's back safe with her bag. Trying to walk away, I guess, leaving in her full wrestling gear or whatever, because who does is that? how I dress normally. <laughs> Watch me on Ride Along. I'll be wearing this. Um, just kidding. Nobody cares about Sasha being on Ride Along. So, you know, of course, Bailey tries to stop her, and she's like, you know, what's your deal? And uh, Sasha's like, you know what, Bailey, here's the thing. I've always cared about you. Uh. Okay, so, okay, this is my whole thing. So, basically, it's like this, at first, it seems like her trying to, like, explain just, like, her general feelings, but then the the presentation of the next thing, the whole, like, stop, and then, like, Bailey, I love you, seems like more of a confession than just, like, me being, like, you know, I love you, but, like, you're, 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 it's, like, different when I'm telling you, like, a list of qualities that she has beforehand, too, she was, like, uh, I love that you can always tell when there's something wrong with me. I love that you're a and good so, person. Yeah, uh, and so that I can't understand why you don't understand. She can't get that. I, I, you, basically, what she's saying, Bailey, I don't understand why you can't understand that I love you. And that's very odd. 
I always have and I always will. Yeah, like, she's literally like, I always have and I always will. And I'm like, so to you Is guys, do you, think that, check up? <laughs> do you think that it's just an awkward delivery that it's supposed to be platonic friendship? Or do you think that WWE is getting ready to go for the lesbian angle? I kind of feel like they're going to go for the lesbian angle. Because that's immediately where I went with that. That's what See, I that's immediately also. what I went with, too. And maybe it was just a delivery thing, but it was delivered very... It seems like... I think oh, my whole thing is just, like, the way that, like... First off, I feel like, honestly, in my opinion, I felt like the way Bailey has been acting has been a little bit more romantic. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, honestly, if I was in a fight with my friend, like... Or if I was in a fight with you, I just feel like if you kept, like, running away from me, I'd be like, I'm just going to give the bitch her space. But, like, the whole, like, Clearly, grabbing onto the arm, being like, what are you doing? Don't leave. Yeah, yeah like, don't leave like, me. Yeah, I don't mean, like, <laughs> I definitely would <laughs> be mad at me, but I also feel like if I were going to do this thing, like, you know, you don't understand, like, I love you, but I'd be like, I, I love you, you're my friend. Like, hey, we're going to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, but honestly, right. I feel like when I say I'm like, I love you, you know, you're my friend, but if I was, like, confessing my love for you, I feel like I'd be like, Why I, don't you I understand that, that I love you. Yeah, and I feel like I probably would say something like, I've always loved you, and I always will, but I don't know, it seems that I'd be like, whoa. Yeah, that's a lot. But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) But, you know, like, I obviously feel like if they were just going for the friend thing, they probably wouldn't even have had to, like, say I love you. You may probably, I feel like they'd say, like, I care about you. Yeah, like, you're my, like, you've always, like, you're my, you're my friend. In other words, you're my friend. And you always will be, and, like, I care about you and I love you. That's different than being, like, it's got, it's got implications. Stopping and then being, like, I love you. Like, it sounded so much like a confession that I was kind of, like, also, this is why a lot, not this necessarily, but the weird Sasha Bailey story where they're, like, friends and they're not friends and they're friends again, sort of flip-floppy, because last week they weren't going to be friends, and this week there are declarations of love. A lot of people are saying that has to do with the rumored women's tag titles. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, if they tried to make them Team Hell No, I'd ride. Team what? Hell No. Oh. Like to where they're fighting, they're like, we can't get along. Oh. Dr. Shelby was there already. Or it's just going to be like, like their tag teams, teams, but it's like, in love. Like, we're also in love. It's going to go partners. one of those ways. Team Hello. Like, this is going to be a tumultuous <laughs> romance. Never mind Team Hello. Team Hello. Hello. Team Scissor Kick. <laughs> team oh. Scissor Kick. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, so. Would, but I wish they would. <laughs> they- yeah. I also wonder if they did yeah. this just to get people interested again. I don't know, but you if know it what? It was kind of just a stunt because, to be honest, if this if this goes lesbian, I'm a little interested. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not, not ashamed. I'm interested, but I'm a little. I understand <laughs> how they do it though. You know, like honestly, I it would be. Do they scissor? Oh, you how they make this work on? Because the whole air. Valor. Love is for everything, Club which is fine. Yeah. I'm definitely okay with it. I love that he does it. But, like, it seems like WWE's, like, trying to find their footing with having a gay storyline where they're actually not the weird sort of guy tag teams that they've had before with a Billy Badass and... Oh, yeah. Where they were kind of, like, gay, but I feel like they never actually were, like, hey, we're gay. Oh, at that time, just, you could not do that. Exactly. So there's no way. They're trying to find a footing with an actual gay storyline right. that's out and about that's actually gay. Right. And I'd definitely be interested. I feel like I don't know if this is the way I would have gone with it. <laughs> but, I mean... Because you could have done it with Sonya Deville, who's actually gay. <laughs> like, Yeah, right? Like, right. two women who you know aren't gay. <laughs> and I hope they don't like offend like if I hope they don't do anything stupid to like offend her that's, or the rest of the 
yeah. uh, LGBT yes. community. LGBTQ. I want them to do it tastefully. True. I know it's wrestling, and wrestling's not tasteful necessarily, but yeah. that's... So we're going to skip ahead just a tiddly bit. Um, Braun Strowman has an interview backstage and is like, sorry, I can congratulate KO on his win. Yada, 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 yada. I don't need to be the number one contender to qualify because guess what? I've got this money big contract. I'm what is to talk really fast. <laughs> but he's so great. Um, Michael Cole says, hey, KO got Bruce Ribs and an X-ray and he's going to be re-evaluated. Later in the week, he's going to be reevaluated. so I feel like he's going to pop up on Raw again next week. So, guess who comes out? It's a new uh, Raw Tag Team James. The fucking B-team. The goddamn B-team. They come out, and they're wrestling the Ascension, which kind of made me sad, because the I love all of them. I love Connor and Victor. Also love the B-team. You know why? Because the B stands for best. I'm going to have to physically strike you if you keep saying that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've been warned. <laughs> I, <laughs> B stands for best. Um, they actually have, you know, the shirt that they were wearing that looks like they just drew on it with permanent markers. Um, yeah, they actually have this little WWE shop. We actually talked about that at the pay-per-view. Pretty sure I'm just going to make my own. That's what we (laughs) said. We were like, that's the stupidest bit of merchandising because you can go make your own for way cheaper. It's like like the KO shirts. It looks like they had tape on them. Make your own. I don't really have it. I can also fix things around my house when they start breaking. (laughs) Win-win. Duct tape fixes everything. How about that? Uh, So the B team actually end up winning uh, with back suplex, neckbreaker combination on Victor. Poor Victor. Because you know they were going to get Connor in a fucking back suplex. Poor Victor. Poor Victor. Um, So guess who cuts in? The deleter world. But the fucking eaters. Delete. Matt deletes him, Bray eats him. Oh, so, where's that tagline? I like it. I like I it know. so much, I can't stand it. Eat it and delete I it. I can't even stand it. <laughs> He's like, hit it and quit it. <laughs> Just eat it and delete it. Um, so, of course, Matt says some flowery things. You've disrupted the equilibrium of the heavens and you must pay, blah, 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 blah. So, guess what? Next week they have a rematch for their tag team titles. And threatens to delete the B team forever. So, of course, this comes with another recap. This time it's over the Raw Women's Championship match from Extreme Rules. And we go to break, come back, Alexa Bliss makes her entrance. And guess who? She's got the trailer park queen, Mickey James, with her. Uh, Bliss gets on the mic and she's like, you know, these are. Um, she kind of lists off all of the high points in the match last night. And basically, she's just bragging about retaining her title. And she's like, look, I know there's no... I knew you knew... I knew you were shit. I knew you were thinking there was no way I could beat Nia Jax. But last night, I wrote the final chapter in their feud, which I'm totally fine with, because this shit's been dragging on for okay, way too long. Um, and then how all great stories end with the bully looking up at the lights and the goddess remaining victorious. Um... Oh, yeah, she talks about how she's made it and stayed at the top of the women's division for so long her because... Her strongest muscle is my brain. Her brain. I'd have been like, and my vaginal walls. Um, and um, if she's being honest, I was finding out I wasn't that difficult. Um, she's bitten everybody in the locker room, and Rhonda doesn't count because she's suspended. She's not in the locker room. 
Yeah, and then, so, she's like, you know what, that bitch needs to be suspended indefinitely. Because you know what, I don't fucking care, she was just supposed to be out here as a fan. Boom! All of a sudden, Rhonda comes, made her way down the ramp. Through the crowd. Oh, yeah, down, oh, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, through the crowd. Yeah, but she okay. was getting it, like. And, uh, so, Alexa immediately no tries yeah. to make a break for it and run. Yes. And Rousey cuts them off at the stage. That's what it was. Top of the she got ramp. to the, yeah. yeah. And they go run off to the ring, and Rhonda almost, like, it sounds weird, but she kind of reminds me of, like, what I imagine a slasher does in a slasher film, like Jason <laughs> or Michael. Like, I imagine when they're not being Stopping. filmed, they're, like, sprinting. <laughs> like, yeah. And she ends up catching Mickey James, um, and hits a Death Valley driver on Mickey James, and then puts her, tries to put her in arm bar. Yeah. Let's manage to just pull her, yeah, pull her out of the ring real quick. And then, you know, some refs come out, and Ronnie's like, Rondi, God. Rondi Rousey. Rondi! Yeah, she she goes after the whole crowd and basically just throws herself at the whole group of people, you know, refs, Bliss, and James, and takes everybody down. Which, I felt like she jumped a little too soon. Almost didn't quite make it, but it was almost like a domino effect, so it kind of worked. Yeah. Um, Ends up getting Alexa up, dragging her back to the ring. Oh, Judo! Yeah. Did that judo throw was great. Into the arm bar. I actually kind of gasped a little bit when she did the judo throw because I was like, oh, God, that looks kind of hurt. Right. I mean, it can't feel good. Because you're getting, like, Like, very whipped around and slammed onto the mat. Um, And then uh, Kurt rushes out. Yeah. He's He's like, like, whoa, 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 bitch. You've got two days left on your suspension. You chill the fuck out. You need to go home. Wait it out. This will happen, but then the constable comes out, and he's like, "Oh no!" I love this entire thing. Right. <laughs> From start to finish, I love it. Like, yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> and Corbin's like, "Oh no, no! What just happened? Like she this needs bitch needs to be recommended." Yeah, he's like, "Do your job, Kurt." And then Lieutenant Dangle, like, put your foot down. <laughs> like, okay, Do your fucking okay, job, okay. Kurt Dangle. Rhonda, you're suspended for another week. And then Corbin's like, "That's oh, not no. enough." <laughs> That is not enough. He's not gonna like this at all. Um, he's like, right now. Yeah. Then he's like, wait, my phone. I don't have it. I'm like, gonna. Like he literally looks around his pockets. I feel like for a solid minute, like just like each pocket multiple times. He's like, hey, it's time to me. <laughs> he's like, let me. I'll be right back. Let me get my phone. Like, so wait, it's in the office. I'll be back. And then Kurt's like, yes. Kurt like, like so pleased with himself. <laughs> no. And this was my crowning I've never seen that. Night. Like he's so pleased with himself. Like I think he's looking for this. <laughs> Pulls his phone out of his pocket. It's fantastic. I feel like Rousey for a second was trying not to laugh. I feel like she was so But he basically says, like, look, Rhonda, you're going to get a match with Bliss once your suspension's up, but you do more shit like this, you pull another set like this, that's gone. Yeah, you guys are going to fight at SummerSlam, you just have to follow the suspension for, I'm assuming it's still just another week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, so. Just, you have to behave. Behave for a week. <laughs> can you do that? Can, can you, you do, do that? that? Please, can you do that for me? Um, so then we get a backstage interview with Seth Rollins. Um, I mean, there was a recap of all of Breathless, which is related stuff, but I mean, but it's whatever. It's a recap because we're almost three hours long. So, backstage interview with Reth, Reth Rollins. What the fuck? Seth Rollins. It's going around, man. It's a Rundy Monday Night Rollins. Monday Night Rollins. So he's like, look, you know, last night was not my night, but tonight's a different story. And next week, and SummerSlam, all different stories, different chapters in the book of Rollins. 
uh, hashtag CrossFit Jesus. Right, in the book so, of Romans. Um, as for Roman, I got all the respect in the world for him. He's my brother. But if this road to SummerSlam goes through that motherfucker, it goes through that motherfucker, and I will do whatever I have to goddamn do. I would love for him to just be able to say it like that, because that'd be good. I gotta do what the fuck I gotta do, bitches. I know. Can, can, can Danny McBride give them promo tips? That'd be great. I love Danny McBride. Yeah, that was McBride. some thunder. It's so great. It's supposed to be a story, and there's like three or one. Gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, like, but you know uh, what? If if Roman were me, he would say something. So, uh, they're gonna break, come back. There's a little hype for Akira Tozawa versus, versus Leo Rush on 205 Live next night, which fucking that would be. I didn't end up watching it, but I felt like it would be a really good match. Yes, we get Authors of Pain versus Titus Worldwide. Oh. Authors of Pain win uh, with last chapter on Paul Cruz. Yes. Yeah, they were just gonna run through some of these. Emma Moon versus Sarah Logan. Yeah. Sarah Logan actually ends up winning. Which is odd and I don't like. She did a lateral press, warmed up and fall. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't like that she won over Amber Moon. Because I don't feel like she has nearly the ring talent, the mic talent. She doesn't have the talent, period. Okay. I don't think. No. To well, even, I don't, I'll, she doesn't touch Amber Moon in my books. She oh, no, absolutely not in ring or on the mic. But I feel like she's decent in the ring. I feel like you could definitely work with her a little bit and she's get her better, deep. but I feel like her mic work's never really going to be easy, no. sort of spectacular. Yeah. Um, I struggled to think of somebody who I think they should have had her be. That's on the roster and not some local jar. Right. But, yeah, I don't even know why this I think she, become, she could become a decent in-ring worker. I just uh, She's mm. never going to... I'd be very curious to see if she ever got to the title picture, like, what they would even do with her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so commentary hypes up next week's tag title match in yada yada yada. And yada yada. gonna sing us a song. He's gonna do what he does. Okay, so he started to sing, and then he kind of stumbled for a second, and he was like, oh wait, sorry, I remembered where I was, I got really depressed, because it's fucking Buffalo New York, which that actually kind of got a chuckle out of me, even as much as I just like Elias, and his... Oh yeah, he also says, that, um, I suppose he's actually going to release an album. Yeah, yeah, we touched on that earlier, when he, when he came out, when everybody fucking came out, talking about wanting to fight Brock. Yeah, because he was talking about writing... The wave of success after his album jobs brought in the SummerSlam and giving him a match against Brock. Um, yeah, of course, the name of the album, Walk With My Lies. Um, and his song tonight's about how Brock. Um, what? Oh, about how Brock needs to get the fuck out and he'd rather watch me drive and listen to Bob, Bob Lashley talk and. Um, um, oh, and then he talks a little shit about Seth. Seth comes out. It's a little entrance. And we have the second contenders qualifying match for the Universal title shot at SummerSlam against Brock. So Bobby Lashley, Elias, Seth Rollins. <laughs> and go. And. <laughs> and guess who wins? Like, yeah, we've already said Lashley wins. Yeah. Honestly, both matches weren't bad. They were good matches. Really I actually wish Elias had won. I mean, I love, of course, I love Seth. Your heart uh, says Seth, but I think match wise, Elias yeah. did good. Yeah, he did. He did, he did, he did, he did, did real good. I think after Seth lost the night before, 
Bobby didn't need the win. We don't need another Bobby Roman match. I feel like Elias and Roman, of course, they're going to have Roman, but at least a good, really good. If Bobby's really not going to win the Bobby Roman match, then someone else should win. Right. Like, I don't even. Yeah. I think it's such bullshit. So we'll get that match next week with uh, Lashley and Roman because we didn't just fucking see it. Right, I think I've said all I can say about this, but how it's bullshit. Oh my god. So, alright, so we're ready to smack it down down and fuck it up. I almost (laughs) said that backwards. I don't know what I was doing. Uh, If I smack it up and fuck it down, I don't know what that means. I feel like you and I, we just don't know words. (laughs) No, I think we. But like work has just broken us this week. It's like it's been bad. Jeez. Um. So yeah. Uh. The show opens with uh Senior Jeff Hardy being in the ring, and he's full on broken. Like I loved it. I loved it. I know you might not have liked it, but uh. Well, I mean, it's just it's so goofy. It's this whole current thing. Yeah, the face paint, the you know, charismatic enigma or whatever, whatever. But yeah, he was like, I'm incomplete. Something's missing. It's my title. Also, my heart is broken. Um, yeah. And, uh, it basically goes on about Shinsuke Nakamura and how he loved Buddha, but he's like, he has no ethics. No conscience. conscience. He's the embodiment of moral turpitude. Or simply, he's a low-down, dirty jackass. <laughs> low-down, dirty jackass. I love it. Um, but you know what? Nakamura hit that low blow because he knew it was the only way to beat him. And he probably could have called the match off, but he's like, I wasn't in my right mind. Um, but tonight, I'm seeing clearly, guys. I got three things on my mind, on my crazy mind, and that's to make Nakamura feel as much pain as I can, to make him fade away and classify himself as obsolete. Absolute. And take my title back. <laughs> I want my title back, title back, title back. And then, uh, oh god, I love Shinsuke. I uh, love his promo stuff. Um, he's interviewed backstage <laughs> afterwards. He says Hardy is a sad clown. A sad clown. Clown. Who wears face paint to hide his tears. Uh, he, like, bait cries, and he's like, the titles <laughs> have a reason to smile. And tonight he'll give everyone a reason to smile. I'm making that clown cry That's again. God, god bless America. <laughs> Shinsuke is the, I mean, he is a fucking gem. He really is. And we were laughing because, um, God bless Shinsuke. So, uh, the people we watch the pay-per-views with, we all have different physical titles that we vibe for, but we've never had a title for everyone. Right. So I actually bought a title for everyone, and it's the heavyweight championship with NWO spray painted on it. Nice. Is that or the NXT title, which we are the new NXT title, which we have the old NXT title, and then right. there was the Raw Tag Raw Tag Champs title. Right. So we were like, we'll go with that one because it's different. And um, everyone was pleased, but because of that, with the NWO spray painted on it, we were like, what if he spray painted in Japan on the U.S. title? And I was like, oh shit, shit. <laughs> that would be. Amazing. That would be that would be fantastic. Oh, okay. Um, but then after that, um, AJ Styles ends up making his entrance, and he is going to wrestle almost. And yes. oh my god, this match was it amazing. was holy so shit. I was so impressed. Like I was uber impressed. Like it was so yeah. good. It was so good. They both did so well. Like I just. They I feel like I can't more, say enough. Yeah, they should definitely this. put them in more matches together. I think it's good, definitely for 
definitely a... Uh, working at my reflection. Er, he, yeah, er. he's, he gets scared. Um, but man, there were a couple times in this match I was like, oh shit. Oh there shit. There definitely was. There were some times where uh, I thought... I mean, it wasn't for the title, so I was like, maybe right. Styles won't win. Um, well, that, yeah, I thought about that. Uh, almost one of his cooler spots was um, I assume he was going to hit a moonsault off the top turnbuckle but AJ rolls out of the way so he lands a little on his feet and then does the standing moonsault yeah. yeah oh that was so good I love that it yeah oh my god I mean there's a lot of good spots in this it, it was it was a fantastic match and it really 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 spoke to the skills of both of them well yeah but of, but of almost man since he's just come up, and he really hasn't had. He hasn't like, had all the matches. I mean, fought Sin Cara, I feel like. Yeah. So yeah. Just a couple little, little things. Yeah. Here. I mean, because there was a whole lot of talk and a whole lot of hype leading up to that. But, yeah. um, so there's kind of like a tense moment afterwards, and then Almas ends up leaving. Oh! Yeah, so we were talking about Almas's flying knees. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. I, it's, I don't know. I mean, and I don't know how like, the logistics of, like, making that look like it does, or making it work. But it looks like I felt like he fucking racked him. <laughs> he racked him. He racked him. I mean, that, I just, oh my god. I, and I don't remember what, was it the, uh, I mean, half of AJ's face was just, like, blood red anyway after, I guess, getting the shit slapped out of him, but. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but AJ ends up, uh, Reversing into a calf killer and makes so uh, all this calf mission. Yep, it was good though. It was, was good. good. It was a great match. God, um, it was so intense. And then makes up for extreme rules. Oh no shit! Yeah, um, so gave us the match we wanted. There's a brief recap of AJ's match against Rusev, and then uh, AJ oh. wishes backstage with Lana, trying to apologize. He's like, "Oh, I wish I could have taken it back." Blah blah blah, and um. Basically, she's like, well, Rusev needs to do what's best for Rusev, and you maybe know. you're not what's best. Yeah, so oh. basically, it's kind of going back to where Lana had that little moment with Rusev weeks earlier, where she was like, maybe, yeah, maybe Kian's not so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we end up having Becky make her lit. Baker Lynch. Oh my god. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault. We have Becky Lynch make her entrance uh, in this break and then it talks about Miz playing the, uh, what's it called again? Oh, the uh, celebrity, celebrity softball game. Celebrity softball game. So it talks about that. Then we have Becky Lynch versus Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose still has a weird porno intro and I don't, I'm not for it. Like, I'm for oh, it. Like, oh, but it's yeah. weird. Like, it's weird. It's yeah, almost uncomfortable. A like, little bit. Like, are she going to start taking off her clothes? And Corey Graves doesn't make it better. No. Yeah, like, it makes it creepy. Well, and it's like, I'm sure Corey's jerking off under the announce yeah, table like, right now. Just like, nah, 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 nah. Hashtag fat, fat, fat. Fat, fat, fat. Hashtag fat, fat. Triple fat. Um, triple so, fat. So, honestly, which it should, it ended up with Becky winning by submission with the disarmor, um, which I think they're trying to definitely build up that move. Oh, yeah. Like her last They've couple weeks that move very well, yeah. With that. Which makes sense. 
It makes her look strong. And I'm so happy for Becky. After her win, she ends up hitting on the mic and just, like, kind of hanging crown. Like, winning feels good, guys, after she's lost for so long. So it's terrifying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, basically I try to work as hard as I can. I'm trying to rack up victory after victory. Mm-hmm. And I'm just Bella. getting started. And uh, she ends up Carla- calling Carmella out. Tells her the straight fire's coming for her. And then uh, kind of comes to wait. Paige backstage, and mm-hmm. she's watching, and she's like, I hear you, Becky. Mm-hmm. And then Carla's like, hey, guess what? Um, I need another celebration because I've beaten Asuka and Charlotte Flair twice, so celebration. And she wants yeah. a bigger celebration, like the biggest celebration there's ever been. And Paige is like, you know what? I'll do that. But one thing, you have to beat Becky. Becky Lynch next week. Yeah. Um, she's like, I'm not defending my title. Paige says, oh, no, no, no. But if of she wins, not. she will have to defend her title at SummerSlam. So, yeah. so I, I mean, early early prediction for next week. I'm pretty sure Becky will win. Becky yes. will win, so they'll have a match, match at SummerSlam. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? And then we also, a, very random backstage. Oh, yeah, I was say, very <laughs> weird. Yeah. Our truth is that uh, yeah. Ty Dillinger. I was like, like what is this are you ready? ready for this? And Ty's like, I want a motivational speech. Um, and he's like, what are you going to give some mojo? Yes, he's got. I don't know. And then it turns out that uh, R-Truth was on the phone, like on a Bluetooth. Yeah. That's why yeah. it was super weird. It was just weird. It was funny, I guess. I don't know what to do. And then, uh, so we come back from commercial, and then we get Smojo versus Ty Dillinger, which <laughs> Joe wins. Coquina Clutch. Oh my god. Submission. Or Ty One, two, three. <laughs> Or tie 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And that motherfucker out. And we're done. And um, he done. Um, commentary hops up uh, the U.S. Championship rematch between uh, Shinsuke and <coughs> Jeff Hardy, as well as the Mrs. Uh, eulogy for Team Hell No uh, before they get a break. It literally, they come back and there's organ music playing. I think he has a procession. I love the yeah. one walking down and starts shaking people's hands. Yeah, he's like, he's like, thank you, thank you for coming, thank you for being so here. That was, that was so fucking funny. Um, and the weird. At first, I thought it looked like a wax cane head. I don't like there. it. Yeah, it's yeah. And then I realized odd. it was just a mannequin head with the mask on it. But mm-hmm. also, it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. It was weird. So uh, they. You know, he takes it into the ring, puts it on a table, and he's like, you know, um, I know everybody's as sad as I am, but tonight we're not here to uh, um, discuss the next, the premiere next week of Miss and Mrs. Uh, but we're here to. Um, oh, but we're also not here to talk about how I won MVP in this fucking All Star softball game. Which if you haven't watched that. The Miz was fantastic. Bill Nye's also in it. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, I didn't so see cool. it. It was a hilarious softball game. That's awesome. Uh, but he's like, but tonight we're here to pay final respects to one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Uh, team Hell No. And in the words of Kane's favorite musical act, it's time to say a bye 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 because they're still playing all this <laughs> fucking instinct shit. But he's like, somehow, but being so different, they were able to set their differences aside, become team team champions. But that was five years ago. So, anyway. Basically just goes yeah. on and talks shit about Daniel Bryan. Somehow got slaughtered by the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, he's trying to do a moment of silence and the crowd's all rowdy. And he does, you know. My hand goes up, your mouth, mouth goes shut. shut. Um, 
Yeah. And then basically just goes on and talks more shit about Daniel Bryan. He's a glory hound. Okay, being broken down, he was like, yep, you're right about that. Um, just that and the other, and eventually... Eventually, Daniel Bryan's music kicks in. And then, yeah, the pallbearers take off their jackets and they're ready to fight. They're like hired goons, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, Brian ends up blindsiding them to his yeah. behind with a German suplex onto one of the pallbearers. Miz obviously rolls out, runs off the ramp. And then Dana Bryan goes crazy and destroys the quote unquote Miz TV set, which yeah. is like. Which is some shit in the ring. Like some Whatever. bar stools. Uh, and then he beats the shit out of some of the players. Yeah. It's awesome. I like, uh, I like Dana Bryan losing his shit a little bit. Right? Going a little crazy. <laughs> Going a little crazy. So they go backstage. Um, New Day. Um, Xavier calls Kofi the trash man. <laughs> and, uh, whatever. And they do, uh, rip off the of birds of war oh, from yeah. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, right, right, right. Really funny. Like, that was pretty funny. That was great. Um, to catch a break, they come back, and the entrance is for the match of Eric Young from Sanity versus Kofi Dixon New Day. Oh, my God. This was a pretty decent match. Yeah, um, I actually really enjoyed it. It was kind of wild. Um, of course, Eric Young wins by pinfall. That right. wheelbarrow neckbreaker, man. Which is, I like it. It's oh, yeah. kind of, it looks crazy. Yeah. It looks insane. If you will. <laughs> if, I guess you could. Um, but yeah, some really good spots in the match. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, the SmackDown was kind of it is on fire this week. It was yeah. really good. It was. It was, it was good. good. Yeah. Well, and I think after it was so much Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and bullshit on Raw, and you get three hours of it, it's just a lot of that shit being shoved down your throat every other five minutes. Um, so that's. I feel like that's SmackDown ends up being or... Team SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's kind of like a breath of fresh air after all that. You shit. Like you get some different shit, and honestly. I love Paige's GM. Oh, yeah, it's so good. So, uh, they catch a commercial. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah, Shinsuke is backstage with his championship. They cut to Jeff Hardy being doing, like, is doing his weird eye makeup, blah, blah, blah thing. And, um, get a break, come back, hot for next week's match with the Carmella and Lynch match with that stipulation about Lynch getting her SummerSlam match against Carmella for the title. Uh, big announcement. Page regarding the WWE Championship match with SummerSlam, but we get the U.S. Championship rematch: Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke. Um. Uh, so man, not not a not a bad match. Uh, I feel like you can definitely tell that Jeff's a little limited. Yeah, it, yeah, with uh, uh with his minor be? injuries that we talked about earlier. Uh, uh, maybe have him yeah. sitting out for a little bit. I was a little, little surprised bit. he did a swanton bomb. He's not been doing that nearly as much. Right. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how the match ends is uh, him and Shinsuke have back and forth basically I'd say almost the entire match. Then um, Jeff ends up getting <laughs> a swanton bomb and then Randy Orton ends up yanking Hardy out of the ring. So Jeff Hardy yeah. went by DQ, which means Shinsuke retains. But yeah. And then some weird things happen after that. So, Man, I was, uh, now. so he's going to uh, beat the shit out of Jeff. You know, puts him into the steel steps. There's there's some normal stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden, uh, obviously Jeff doesn't wrestle with his gauges in. 
Yeah. So there's these giant fucking gaping holes in his earlobes. Randy literally hooks his finger into Jeff Hardy's gate hole, which is gross. I and it looks like he's gonna rip it, which I always thought he might rip. Uh, yeah, really my stomach is turning a little bit. I was like, oh, this is not okay. It was so gross. Like, why would you want to stick your finger in someone's you know ankle? back gauges smell? Like, like yeah, it, it smells, smells terrible. Oh, that's gross. It, it smells bad. It smells like, like, how do you describe it? Oh, God. Okay, like, so every time, okay. like, say, you've, like, you've been sweating all day, you know, belly button. Yeah. Sometimes that, like, weird, I don't even know how to, it's like, almost like healing flesh, but yeah. it's not yeah, that's what that smell is, but it's like times like infinity if you don't think That's disgusting. I only know that because our friend used to have them and they were pretty big. So gross. That is gross. But gross, gross, so gross. Ends up yep, kind yep, of yep. like growing Jeff over the announcer table by his ear. Yeah. So then you get like Fit Finley and Jamie Noble and Adam Pierce all come out in their suits and I'm trying to get back off Gordon and then he's like, Fuck you and does his uh, Yeah. <laughs> so he pulls him back over the table, does a hanging DDT off of the table on the front side of the announce table. Which man, it's kinda of devastating looking. And then Orton walks away and I kept looking for that look on his face like after he just wrecked this one of the scenes. Right. And I was just like I'm looking for that look of oh I Maybe mean, I shouldn't have done that. And also another big part of this was the entire time Randy Orton kept saying, you want to know why I'm doing this? But he never answered it. You want to know what? You want to know why I'm doing this? Well, you I'm not going to find out you, this. So that's fine. <laughs> You're going to get yeah. your answer out of nowhere. <laughs> so after his uh, pain DDT off the table, he ends up walking away and that's the show, folks. That is that's it. And that is also our show. That is it that for is us. It. That is so we're gonna go ahead and do a sign off right now. Yeah, we've got some mad thunder going, some storms are brewing. We These try to get ladies need to get home before they get caught up in some shit. That's right. Uh, so as always, fanatics, please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, all at Three Fans of the Pod. But the two most important places you could ever like, follow, any sort of that stuff is always on SoundCloud or Stitcher. We mm-hmm. are on both. Just search three fans in a pod on any of those, and we will pop up. Boop. And that is where you can hear our lovely, lovely, lovely ramblings. Yes. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, random sh- shit you just want us to know, please feel free to email us at three fans in a pod at gmail.com. That's it. <laughs> that is it. We are out. Out it out. As always, fanatics, stay clashy. We fucking up. Ouch. Keep it sleepy. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh.